The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. Right side, Huffman skips past the first man. Inside the 10, breaks a tackle to the 5. Walker, did he drag him into the end zone? He did. Touchdown, Burwell. A 14-yard run from Torrey Huffman. Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation presents high school football. Fire look here as the running backs off of Ely's shoulder of Vedder here. Vedder standing at the 25. They run across back. Vedder is going to keep it himself. He's going to try to outrun the edge, and he does. Breaks a tackle. Has it at the 10. The 5. Touchdown. Vedder goes in from 20 yards out. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. First and 10 Vikings at the Bearcat 24, scoreless in the opening quarter. And the pitch play right side, it's Gray again. Big hole inside the 20, cuts back to the 10. He's at the 5, lowers his shoulder, he's into the end zone for the first touchdown. A 24-yard run for Xander Gray. Over the final two days of the season, six programs will hoist a state title trophy. And you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion, but first the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. The 2016 Nebraska State High School Football Championships continue on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's time for the D1 State Championship game between the undefeated Blue Jays of Guardian Angels Central Catholic and the defending state runner-up and preseason number one ranked team, Burwell Longhorns, who come in with a record of 10-2, and two, avenging one of those losses to Palmer in the state semifinals, the other a loss to Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing, who Palmer beat to get to the game with Burwell. So it should be an outstanding football game. One in the books today was very competitive, but in the end, just too much Fall City Sacred Heart switching up mostly in the second half from their run game and getting the ball into the air and taking care today of the Twin Loop Wolves by a score of 44-28 to after Twin Loop was up 14-0 in the first quarter of play. But too much uh, of uh, quarterback Drew Bippus today uh, taking care of business, throwing for nearly 300 yards uh, in this football game and three touchdowns. And Doug Little, along with center football coach Larry Baker, we've got another quarterback here in our second eight-man game that uh, could also chuck the ball for nearly 300 yards today. Yeah, no question. Guardian Angels is going to bring Nolan Ploggy in, Doug. He's thrown it for 1,500 yards and 27 touchdowns on the year. And I don't know if that's the uh, stat or the fact that he's rushed the ball for over 1,000 yards and 20 touchdowns as well. Doug, this kid is really good. Uh, And this is an interesting matchup because on the other side, we know Burwell is too. But when you look at Guardian Angels' uh, uh, offense, This is an offense, Doug, that has gone off for about 4,600 yards on the year. But aside from what the yards are, 
this team has only been held under 50 points four times and understand two of those, they scored 48. (laughs) So, you know, there's only two times this year where they've been held under 48 points. This is a team that just puts up big time uh, uh, yards and points. You know, you've got Nolan Ploggy again, a thousand yard rusher, 1500 yard passer. And then Jared Minnick is a 1300 yard rusher on this team as well. Well, there are a ton of signs along the Burwell sideline over there, maybe more than you would see for a Husker game. So they are geared up. And for Burwell, uh, maybe the surprise run that they made to the state finals last year, there were a lot of expectations put on this football team. As we talked with Luke Gideon before their state uh, quarterfinal game with Elm Creek, just the guys that they lost last year, Ty Chaffin, a walk-on at Nebraska, Victory Sykes, an outstanding quarterback who was dynamic in the playoffs last year, the Hellgoth young man who uh, brought home not only medals in, in football but in wrestling. They just had to get those kids that replaced those young men a little more experience. And maybe at the time we weren't sure how good Palmer and Chambers Wheeler Central were, but then they both had undefeated seasons going into the state quarters when they met each other. Well, Doug, let me tell you right now, in any class, you know, we, we play football in seven classes in the state of Nebraska. There is no team hotter in any one of the seven than the Burwell Longhorns. They just went through a four-game stretch in the playoffs where the combined loss total of their four opponents is one. One loss. I mean, this team is playing incredible football, inspired football. At this point in the season, they're playing like the team that had their heart broken in this stadium one year ago today. So Burwell comes in, and as as we said, because of those two losses, even to undefeated teams, their points were only good enough to be the 10 seed in the West. So they beat South Loop in the first game of the playoffs. South Loop was undefeated until the final game of the regular season when they lost to Elm Creek. Then they go out and they beat Perkins County on a last-second field goal from their French foreign exchange student in Tomas Chardon. Then they're able to go to Elm Creek and, after a scoreless first half, get a big third quarter and uh, turn it around on a score. And then two plays later, a fumble in Elm Creek territory. They're able to take the ball in and uh, shut out Elm Creek. And then last week, uh, get off to a fast start. And as you saw, Larry, hold on to beat Palmer in a game where both teams scored four touchdowns, but only one conversion was made. And that two-point conversion from Burwell ultimately is what has them about 10 minutes away from kickoff here at Memorial Stadium for the second straight year. And I think the last thing you just said, Doug, is the most important Palmer very game. I mean, they're a really good football team, man. I mean, they handed Burwell one of their two losses. But Burwell, as we've seen, just okay, so they each scored four touchdowns and it came uh, away, it came down to just being better from the three-yard line one more time. That's what Burwell's doing right now. They're just finding a way to be. If any of you have been to Burwell, you know that community and those people. They're hard-working people, Doug, that are roll-up-your-sleeves type guys, and that's what this team really is. Huffman, Daw, Gideon, Hughes, Swoboda, names that you have known for generations up in Burwell and mix in a few new ones, and they've got themselves a heck of a football team. Well, we're going to hear from Bob Jensen here in a couple of minutes, his breakdown of what he thinks in the D1 game. We'll have the starting lineups and get things ready to go as Burwell and Guardian Angels battle for the D1 championship. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Time now for a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Blue Jays of Guardian Angels, the center is number 66, a 6'2", 220-pound senior, Sheldon Disher. The guards are number 51, 6'1", 175-pound senior, Damian Birkham, and number 62, a 6'2", 200-pound freshman in Casey Durneman. At the ends, number one, six foot, one hundred eighty-five pound senior Cole Crackmeyer, and number eighty-one, six foot, one hundred seventy pound senior Andrew Gunther. The wingback is number twenty, five ten, one hundred seventy pound senior Kobe Slaughter. The running back is number sixteen, five nine, one hundred seventy-five pound sophomore in Jared Minnick, who's also went over a thousand yards rushing this year. And your quarterback, who's went for over a thousand rushing and fifteen hundred yards passing, is a six foot one hundred seventy pound senior in Nolan Plaggy. The head coach at Carnian Angels is Dave Ritter, assisted by Mike Bailey, Matt Schlavitz, Zach Whitfield, and Alan Lamley. They come in perfect to twelve and zero, defeating Clearwater Orchard, Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, Heartland, and Creighton in the state football playoffs. They have been here in twenty fifteen, but their last state championship was twenty ten. They were the runner up. In 2011. For Burwell, the center is number 68, the 5'10, 194 pound sophomore Weston Soboda, who started as a freshman last year, so has the experience. The guards, number 44, 6'3, 200 pound senior Chase Hofschneider, and number 50, 5'11, 230 pound junior Thomas Hughes. At the ends, number 4, 6'5, 230 pound senior in Tyler Gideon. Number 10, 6'170 pound senior Devin Watts. The fullback, number 16, 5'11, 182 pound junior Ryan Daw. The eyeback, number 11, 6'205 pound senior Tory Huffman. And the quarterback, number 2, 5'8, 165 pound junior Caden Owens. The head coach of the Burwell Longhorns is Luke Gideon, assisted by Mike Max, Will Gideon, Phil Simpson, and Ian Bish. They are 10-2 on the season, defeating South Loop, Perkins County, Elm Creek, and Palmer, as we talked about that gauntlet, as tough as anybody has faced in the state playoffs. They have made it to the state championship game the one time last year, the runner-up in 2015. And that is a look at the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, in Kearney. Also some injuries to talk about. Larry Burwell, though, is in pretty good shape here. Yeah, the way it sounds right now, they're healthy and they're going to have to be. You know, this whole thing, Doug, 
Tyler Gideon, uh, when they've, you know, they've thrown it for a thousand yards, he's caught 900 of them. They've rushed it for a couple thousand yards. Huffman's got 2,000 of them. They need those dudes to be healthy. And by the way, it looks to me they are. And our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney for Guardian Angels. They were without Jacob Yuston, a 5'9", 240-pound junior who did start on the line. Ross Klitz, number 58, a 185-pound sophomore. And also Jaden Ron, a junior, six foot, two hundred and fifteen pound lineman, who also saw some action. So they do have a couple of kids that are out uh, here during this playoff run. And whether it's the Class A level or the Class D two D one level, excuse me, you cannot replace size. It's the one thing in a football game, high school, really any level that matters, and that's size. And so you, they are missing some size against a very physical Burwell team. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We'll be back with more as we're close to kickoff between Burwell and Guardian Angels in the D1 State Football Championship here on ESPN. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Well, I'll tell you what. First of all, I love watching Burwell play football. Um, there is not a lot of fanciness going on at Burwell, Nebraska, when it comes to football. They just line up and they try and shove it right down your throat. And uh, I kind of like that kind of football. And uh, they've got the goods to do it. That you know, Torrey Huffman. <laughs> Torrey Huffman is a man at running back. There's not a better player in uh, eight man than Tyler Gideon. And if there was, I sure wasn't going to tell Tyler Gideon to his face. I know that. Uh, they're big, they're physical, the young kids have matured and uh, really grown into, you know, quality uh, varsity players. Uh, I just don't know. There's something about Guardian Angels. I, I think they're just, uh, I, I think this is just their year. They found a way to, uh, you know, kind of look right down the barrel the other night against Creighton and didn't flinch. They uh, held their ground and came back. They've got playmakers of their own. Nolan Ploggy's a thousand-yard rusher, thousand-yard passer, quarterback. They got a whole mess of defensive kids. They can play, they can run, and they were able to stand up to Creighton uh, physically there the night, which I think was a, a real, you know, a real tell uh, as far as that goes. Much as I'd like to maybe see Burwell win, um, I, I got a feeling. I got a feeling it's Guardian Angels. Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report and his breakdown of the D1 championship between Guardian Angels and Burwell. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Burwell will get the ball first. They will go into what wind that we have here at Memorial Stadium. And uh, let's see what they can get done. Burwell's found a way uh, with some good return games of their own, but Good teams in eight-man are supposed to have good return games, Larry, and then we'll see uh, what the kicking game can get done here for Guardian Angels. Yeah, and Burwell puts a freshman back. We've seen him uh, the last several weeks. Jace Williams, he's just a freshman, 5'10", 162 pounds, Doug, and he does a good job back there. We've seen him get Burwell that great field position. 
by having a guy back there that can do that, that allows them to stick Gideon and some of your better kids in that second line and protect against any type of squib or short kick. Gideon gets his hands on that and look out. So uh, they stick a freshman back there. They trust him all the way. And the ball is on the tee. We're about ready to get this state championship underway. Sheldon Disher ready to boot it. As they will move from right to left or south to north, the kick is away. It is a good line drive kick, but Williams takes it on the run at the 5. Left hash 10 up the middle, 15. First contact at the 20, hits him forward to the 25, and that's where he will be down, and Burwell will start at their own 25-yard line. Yeah, this thing will boil down, Doug, to Guardian Angels' ability to uh, stay very focused and just continue to stick the head of the hammer on the nail. Because Burwell is going to be very simple. They're not going to be dynamic, but they will never veer away from who they are. They will start in the power eye. And Owens, the quarterback, on a counter to Huffman, and he gets to the line of scrimmage and is hit immediately. They came in quickly. Guardian Angels starting with Casey Derniman, the freshman, wakes the first play of the game. Yeah, unbelievable there. Cole Kreikmeyer there to clean things up for Guardian Angels as well. And, and this really will be the deal because Burwell's not going to look flashy. They're not going to look as athletic and that kind of thing. But, Doug, they're going to be who they are, and they'll stay very true to that. They'll stack the eye off to the right side here. It's a shotgun snap to Owens. Wants to throw over the middle. He's got his tight end open. Gideon at midfield, and he'll step out of bounds in Guardian Angel territory at the 39-yard line. A gain is 16. And I think we talked off air. I think I'll say it on air. Yes. They're going to run the ball. But I think Tyler Gideon needs to be implemented, needs to be have a big day today. He is 6'5". He is going to be b- bigger than anybody that Guardian Angels can put out there. And that kind of a play takes the pressure off the run game. That, Doug, it's the last thing that you said there that's the most important. First and 10 at the Guardian Angels, 39. They'll hand it to Huffman. He follows his blocker, Daw, breaks a tackle, spins through into the linebacker core at the 30, and he's thrown forward to about the 29 by Kobe Slaughter. Good, strong run, but Daw was the freight train's engine that was leading that charge down the field. Yeah, and understand this. Guardian Angels Central Catholic, Doug, is going to find out immediately that it takes a whole bunch of man to bring number 11 to the bottom of this field turf. He's an incredibly tough kid. He keeps his legs churning, and you said it. If you can get Gideon going in the passing game, look out. Huffman will go off. Second down and one. They'll just give it to Huffman safely. A first down over the left side. He's going to get five more inside the 25 down to the 24-yard line. Talk about what we're seeing early on from the offensive line here, Larry. Flat out, Burwell's getting a push, and by completing that opening pass, linebackers aren't able to flow as fast, and if you don't get downhill on Huffman, you're in trouble. Torrey Huffman is just a big, tough kid. If you've seen him play, you know what I mean. It, his yards after contact are unbelievable, and that's what he's doing right now is running through the arm tackles. Stack that eye to the right. Quarterback draw, Owens has room, he gets inside the 20, and he's going to get a nice gain down to about the 17 before linebacker Kobe Slaughter wrestles him to the ground. He's going to get about seven. It'll be second down and three. Good first down yardage, except for the first snap. They've done good on first down. Yeah, Doug, and that's the exact play they scored last week in the state semifinals against Palmer. They just run that, uh, they stick it in 
Huffman's belly. Everybody thinks Huffman's got it. Cade Owens gets vertical with it. It was a 40-yard touchdown last week the first time they ran it. Second out and three, Owens. This time hands it to Huffman. Looks for the left end, finds his block, lowers his shoulder, has the first down inside the 15, keeps the legs turning to the 12, where they'll final blow it down inside the 12-yard line, first down and 10. Talk about what Burwell's doing, lining up their backs behind the right end. What they're doing there is just, they're literally getting as many bodies to the point of attack as possible. They don't care if you know where the ball's coming because they're going to get a man on a man, and they know that their guy can run through that pile. And that's really the point. There, there's no fancy scheme here. And they haven't shown Huffman under or at quarterback yet. And Owens on a quarterback keeper around the right end. Gets inside the 10, the 5. Burwell's in the end zone. Touchdown, Longhorns. Caden Owens from 12 yards out. Yeah, and Kobe, Kobe Slaughter there for Guardian Angels just pulls up, Doug. I mean, he literally pulls up. He just gives up on it right at the hash. I'm not sure. What that's about, understand this, Burwell has attempted less than five PATs all year. They did attempt one last week in the state semifinal. It was blocked. They are a go-for-two team, Doug. They are going to kick it. Yes. They'll bring in the foreign exchange student, Chardon. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, and they say that it is no good. Yeah, I've... That's, I I don't know what to think. I mean, they're a go-for-two team. They hustled it. They kicked it and just it pulled it to the yeah. left. Just pulled it to the left. So the extra point is no good. But a drive, uh, seven plays, 55 yards, takes two and a half minutes. Our first five points bank touchdown, an 11-yard touchdown run by quarterback Caden Owens. Burwell six, Guardian Angels nothing. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Welcome back to the Rascaland National Bank broadcast booth here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Burwell didn't take near as long to get on the board of the 2016 state championship as it did in the 2015. Yeah, no, they just took it straight down the field being uh, doing uh, what they do, being who they are. Now let's see if they can play defense because it is a high-octane offense, Doug. And ready to boot the ball away here will be Konachek. And Sage pounds it down the middle. It'll be returnable, taken at the five-yard line, and that is Gunther up to the 10, makes the first man miss at the 20, 25, and then we've got a penalty flag as the tackle is made by Chase Hofschneider at the 25-yard line. We'll see what this one is. The flag actually occurred in front of the running back, which you don't see very often, or the return man is in this case. No, and I, I mean, it's got to be the same thing we see a thousand times. Blocking the back? Yeah. Nope, going to wave it off, I think. They're going to pick the flag up. Ball will be marked at the 24-yard line. First down and 10 for Guardian Angels. All right. Now, this is this is really the spot in this game that everybody's talked about with Ploggy and Minnick. Can Burwell do what they've done to people? You know, Doug, when we walked into Elm Creek that night, that was a high-octane offense. Palmer was a high-octane offense. Carly Wells' uh, offense from Perkins County, high-octane. I mean, Burwell has faced the challenges here. 
And again, because it is the first change of possession of the ball game, there will be a uh, slight delay here for a TV timeout. As we take a look at things, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, uh, here on ESPN and online as always at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can hear the games live. The podcasts are up right after the contest. And we also have photos from all kinds of the activities that we covered uh, this fall. Football, volleyball, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and check those out. You can look at them, free to download and use. And, of course, our Internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. I was interested to see what the crowd would be like over there. There were quite a few Burwell folks that came early to tor- cheer Twin Loop. Of course, with Taylor and Sargent just down the road, all the communities within 20 miles of each other. You do see some sprinkled orange over there, the Sargent colors, uh, that have stuck around to watch Burwell. Yeah, that's nice. And they did bring a heck of a crew, uh, and they can get loud. They were just yelling and hollering a minute ago. So Guardian Angels, as we said, uh, they are one of those teams that you just kind of assumed were here all the time. This is their third trip to the state finals. Now, they have not missed the state playoffs since all the way back in 2002. But uh, from 2010 to today is where they've made the most hay. Yeah, that's you know they were state champ, state runner-up in that time. So here we go, the first offensive snap of the ball game, unbalanced line, strong to the left here for the quarterback Nolan Plagi, and Plagi is going to hand it off, and there's nowhere to go for Minnick on the first play. And Larry, talk about that because that's exactly what Burwell does. That's usually the play call 90-95% of the time, hand it off to your eye back and and just get the blood going. Yeah, the key there was they ran inside Veer, Doug. That was a read play, and Gideon gets outside and on the quarterback. So they they played it well there where they played the fullback and the quarterback. They're going to have Burwell has to stay committed to that today, Uh, and if they do, they're going to be just fine. Shotgun, Gunner Klitz way out wide to the right, but they just hand it off on this shotgun, and Burwell comes flowing through there. Four purple jerseys before he can even get to the line of scrimmage. It'll be third and long. In fact, I think they're just going to say line of scrimmage, third and ten. Yeah, Doug, and there you have a situation where we ran kind of a read the first time. This time it's going to end up being just a straight handoff. And Thomas Hughes said, no, no, no. He gets him wrapped up, and then the rest of his buddies showed up. Uh, Chase uh, Hofschneider as well. I think Guardian Angels. Going well. Burwell thinks we're going to pass. Let's run it. Now an empty backfield with trips to the left, third and 10 at their own 24-yard line. Ploggy takes the snap, looking, looking wide open over the middle, coming free and complete to slaughter into Burwell territory. He's run down by Urbanoski. For a minute, it looked like he was so wide open he would score, but the pass was just a teeny bit behind him. He had to stop and wait for the pass, but a big third-down conversion for Guardian Angels. Now, I will tell you, last week against Palmer, when Palmer would put them in trip sets, those guys, uh, there was always a receiver that seemed to get lost. And that's what happened there, Doug, is uh, they just flat lost a receiver. A lot of uh, talk on both sides was how good is Burwell's pass defense. Some of it is how quickly can the defensive ends get to Guardian Angels quarterback as he's in the shotgun. Ploggy hands to Minnick again. Minnick bounces off one, off two. Owen slows him down. A lot, lot of work to get two yards. They're going to say that he was down. Before the ball popped out, Hofschneider in on the tackle. Owens, the first one to kind of slow him up. It'll be a gain of two. Second down and eight, Guardian Angels at the Burwell 35. Burwell scored on their opening possession, 6-0, 720 to go in the first quarter. Doug, a big difference here this week to last week. Burwell played on the chin of every receiver. I'll come back. 
And it is second down out of the shotgun. They'll run option, and the quarterback, Ploggy's going to keep it, and he gets nothing. Barely back to the line of scrimmage. If they give him that, it'll be third and long again. Third, and we're going to call it nine, a loss of one. It became so hard for uh, Palmer to throw the ball last week at times because where Burwell frustrated them is they played press coverage, face mask to face mask. They did not let any of those receivers off the line of scrimmage. And here today in that trip set and any of these twin sets, any of these receiver sets, they're playing in bail, and they're about 10 yards off of the receiver, Doug. Totally different coverage than what was so successful a week ago. Connor Klitz in motion. They look for him on third and nine, throw deep down the middle, and it is over everybody's head in the direction of his favorite receiver, Cole Krakemeyer, covered by Devin Watts. Basically, Palmer's wide receiver is maybe a little quicker than yeah. what Guardian Angels has. Yeah, so Outside I mean, of maybe Krakmeyer, but... Uh, Overall, Palmer had really good team speed. But I think the thing is, what I noticed is it just frustrated Palmer to death last week that those receivers couldn't get off the line of scrimmage. I don't know because Burwell's pass defense isn't great. I'd go back to that, Doug, because it was very successful a week ago. If these receivers start getting loose, big fourth down here. And they're going for it at the 36, fourth and nine Guardian Angels. Looking to go deep, rolling, rolling, Ploggy under pressure, throws it up for grabs. There's some contact and incomplete. It'll be incidental contact as the feet of Gunther got tied up with Urbanowski and Burwell will take over at their own 36-yard line. Excellent field position. Yeah, Doug, and they ran the exact same play that they had run for the long pass game a minute ago, and that time Burwell got it right. It was a rub route uh, concept. And the DBs got it switched there. One goes in, one goes out. They rub off. But they also got some pressure no on the quarterback, Ploggy. He had to throw off the back foot as he was backpedaling the whole time. They're going to put Owens. Sometimes they'll run Wildcat, but this time they'll direct it to Owens. He goes to the left and gets to midfield just across into Guardian Angels territory. I think they'll say his knee right on the 40, a gain of four. Uh, they have done some wildcat, but they've really got Owens involved here early on. When when the to- when the going gets tough in this game, when they need that three yard or four yard deal, or if it's not going well, you're flat going to see Torrey Huffman get in the quarterback position with a running back on each side, and it's just going to be straight power. Okay, they stack the backs to the left side of the line. They've been doing it on the right the first series. Quarterback draw Owens, and they just don't have him accounted for. He'll get about three, maybe four. It'll be third. And three. You know, so he's running the ball more than we saw the last couple of weeks. That's the wrinkle. You know, I, you and I talked off air a little bit, and I just said, you know, Coach Gideon is one of those guys that always has something. It's nothing huge, but he always has something. This is his something this week right now is he's stacking these backs right behind the point of attack, and he's misdirection with Huffman, quarterback keep. It'll be third down and three at the 37. Hand it to Huffman. He's got the first down and into the secondary 30, 25, 20. He'll be pulled down at the 21-yard line officially. Again, is 16 for Torrey Huffman, and the Longhorns have the sticks moving again. If this guy's not first-team all-state, super-state, super-stud, whatever the thing is, Doug, it's a tragedy. He was hit again at the line of scrimmage in a spot where you felt like it was no gain. The Guardian Angels defense actually had done their jobs there. They had good run fits, and he just runs guys over. I really like what I'm seeing from Ryan Daw early on as well. It's first and 10. Owens is going to keep it, follow those two backs around the left side, and not a lot that time. He'll get a couple as he's upended. Guardian Angels was on the play. Mike Bommert 
over there to make the tackle. You know, Doug, and you talk about Ryan Daw. So many times, like in games like this, the dudes that get talked about are the guys with the big numbers. Right now, Ryan Daw is blasting holes open. I mean, he's burying guys, setting the edge, and allowing uh, these running plays to go. Well, if Daw blasts, and then Huffman blocks, and then Owens is running behind him, my goodness. They'll stack those backs to the right side now, behind Watts, hand it to Huffman from right to left. He's hit as he gets to the line of scrimmage and drug down. Gage Herbert was the man that got him, and we've got a late penalty flag. Yeah, really late. This might be a face mask. I will say, Doug Huffman, that was uh, kind of a jet sweep. He's not as good going side to side. They are going to call a block in the back on Burwell. And on that jet sweep that'll happen, they probably tried to come in and crack somebody. Most generally, that's where you'll see that on that jet sweep is where somebody's trying to crack. This is a decision time here. I think you move them back, make it second at about 16 instead of third and six, since there was really no gain on the play. I think so, Doug, because with Burwell, you want to put him in a predictable pass situation because their pass game is not complex. It's not hard to defend. What makes it hard to defend is their running game with it. You just don't know what's coming. If you put him in a a predictable pass situation, it does make it a little easier to defend. And they show the replay. It was Thomas Hughes coming in there trying to clear it. The defensive back was just kind of standing there. Owens, pump fake, wants to throw deep, and he overshoots his intended target in Daw who rolls down the right sideline, and that'll bring up third and long. Yeah, you have the wrong guy, Doug. They threw it to the wrong guy, and the Guardian Angels, uh, one of the linebackers right now is pointing uh, right now at Devin Watts going, who's got that dude? Because (laughs) Devin Watts was just running down the field alone. If he throws it to Watts, it's a touchdown. The Guardian Angels was pointing at him going, who was supposed to have him? Well, you know how it is in high school football. Usually you lock into your number one option, and that's if if there's any chance to get it to the number one, that's what you're doing. It'll be third down and 15 Burwell at the Guardian Angels 26. Four down territory. Owens takes the snap. He'll go quarterback draw, run right into the linebacking core at the 20 and brought down at the 19. That'll be a gain of seven, and it'll bring up fourth down and eight. Yeah, he makes this manageable now. The one thing that's happened, it's a penalty that stuck him behind. You and I both know Burwell can't get behind the chains uh, terribly far. It's tough on them. But, Doug, they've played – their offense is moving the ball. They're not going to have any trouble today uh, moving the ball, I don't think. Yeah, we were just – figured Guardian Angels does give up points. There's no doubt about that. But would Burwell be able to slow them down? Fourth and eight, out of the pistol. Owens back to pass. Has time. Throws on the slant. Gideon's open. Gideon's in the end zone. Touchdown, Longhorns. So far, Doug, the guy that you said is supposed to – or the key to this thing is being the key to this thing. Gideon has got two giant catches in this game. One sets up the first score. The second is for a score, and he was wide open. Gideon, just call it what you want. It was basically a deep crossing pattern, Yep. and he lobbed it out there. That's the best thing about it. Owens didn't fire it. He just lobbed it and let him run under it. Two-point conversion. Hand it to Huffman. Huffman trying to get in, and he's stretched out, and he'll get out of bounds. He won't get there. So they missed the extra point. Decided to go for two, and here we go again. The conversions are a struggle, but the touchdowns so far are not. Let's see if they can 
uh, take what Twin Loop did in the first game today and do it a little bit better. They were up 14-0. Burwell's now up 12-0 on a 19-yard touchdown pass from Kate Owens to Tyler Gideon, our five points bank touchdown. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. The State High School Football Playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, every grandparent. 12-0 Burwell, an eight-play, 44-yard drive after stopping Guardian Angels on a fourth down and long. It lasted three minutes and 11 seconds, 12-0 Longhorns. Yeah, and I think, again, you know, this Guardian Angels team, Doug, they can score fast. Uh, Burwell, they can play the run. Burwell's got to make sure that they've got this thing taken care of over the top of their heads because there there were some open receivers there. I think, as you said, though, the pressure on Guardian Angels. Uh, Burwell can continue to get the pressure. That'll be the difference. Kick is away, returnable, taken at the 8, up the hash, right side, 10-15, spin move by Slaughter, gets to the 20-25, and he'll be tripped up there at the 27-yard line. So Burwell doesn't have the kicker that can get it to the end zone. Uh, so there will always be a returnable ball here, it looks like, for Guardian Angels. Yeah, they can't blast it into the end zone. So converting on fourth and eight, the touchdown, makes it 12-0. Now Guardian Angels, only their second possession, and they find themselves down two scores, 12-0. They're going to line up in the I formation. Ploggy turns, gives it to Minnick. little hole over the right side. He'll get to the 30 before... Huffman and company can bring him down at the 31. That'll be a gain of four, second down and six. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. We'll get crazy here. I mean, the one difference is there is only two minutes left in this quarter, unlike the last game where we had all that crazy stuff go on. And, you know, what did you say? That first quarter was over 40 minutes? Yeah, in the twin loop. Uh Sacred Heart game. Sacred Heart came back to win it 44-28. I-formation. Ploggy wants to throw. He's under duress. He's in trouble. They've got his jersey, and they'll sack him. Chase Hofschneider inside the 20-yard line. A huge double-digit loss to the 18. 13 yards the wrong way. Yeah, Hofschneider and Gideon, 44-4. They just said, hey, let's go meet at the quarterback, and they did, Doug. And it is the pressure. You mentioned it on the last series. It's the key because they had the crossing route wide open, did Guardian Angels again if they could have gotten rid of the football, but Burwell just bared down on them. Yeah, Ploggy had no chance, zero chance. And now it is third and 19, back at their 18. Ploggy has the pocket. Now Gideon from the backside, he'll get him. Back-to-back sacks at the 10, fourth. And frequent flyer miles for Guardian Angels. And the Burwell defense continues to play well throughout this playoff. Yeah, Nolan Ploggy as he's walking off the field, Doug, because they're going to punt, turned around, and barked at his O-line. That's And I'm not saying it's bad on him. It's very frustrating uh, for you. But when they start barking at each other, that becomes a tough situation. Burwell's getting ready to uh, hammer something here. 
Negative 17 yards rushing after those. And the punt's a low line driver trying to run it down. Is Williams. He'll finally grab it at the 30, 35, 40. Right sideline gets what he can. Makes a man miss. And he'll get all the way to the 31-yard line of Guardian Angels. Great sprint return by Jace Williams. Burwell's up 12-0, and they start for the third time this possession in Guardian Angels territory. Yeah, and this feels like it could be a two-play drive, Doug. Burwell's really feeling it. Uh, a timeout here might be a good idea even for uh, Guardian Angels uh, Central Catholic to just try to get your guys calmed down. 12 nothing Burwell. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Stack those backs again to the right behind the end. Watts. They'll give it to Huffman. Everybody pulls. He tries the left side, follows the blocks. They clear him out. He'll get inside the 25, deep into the Guardian Angels side, and a late flag for tackling Huffman out of bounds. There was so much momentum on that run that they just couldn't pull up when they went out of bounds. I I think the trouble here is, Doug, is he could have. He drives him. I mean, it's 10 yards. It's all the way onto the Tom Osborne piece. The contact starts in bounds, but he just kept driving. Yeah, Herbert didn't let up. He brought him to the ground. They ran over the first down stick. Uh, just, It's all about trying to prevent injury. But not only is it an eight-yard run for Huffman, then they're going to add 15 or half the distance onto this one, and it'll be first down and 10 at the 11-yard line. Yeah. I mean, it's like I say, this just, I said, it feels like a two-play drive. I think Burwell's wanting to just end this thing. Caden Owens with his backs to the left. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, tries to come up, and I think he got his feet tangled up there with Weston Swoboda, the center, that we're trying to pull things and push things out from the nose guard. He'll get two to the nine. Yeah, because he was going to get it going, Doug, you're... Oh, this, that might have been the turf monster. <laughs> Hate those. Ah, yes. The invisible line. Burwell trying to tow up three scores in three possessions, and we're still in the first quarter. Second and eight at the nine. Owens direct snap around the left end. Gideon gets a little bit of a block for him. He gets inside the five, steps out of bounds near the four. And they can get a first down, Doug, around the one-yard line, just around or inside the one. It's going to be hard for him to get a first down and not score. Yeah. They'll mark it at the four, third and three at the four. Burwell up 12-0, 21 seconds to go here in the first quarter. So far, two total yards for Guardian Angels. Burwell, 126. And they're going to bring in the... Yeah, Caden Owens. Here's your Wildcat package. Yep, and this will be powered. Huffman direct snap, and he is going to not get it. Guardian Angels knew what was going on, and they came through strong as they blitzed right up the middle and were able to get in there and shove him out of bounds. It'll be fourth down. Boggy in there made the tackle. That play, it might be tough early in this game, and that's why it's the first time you've seen it where they're not running that, Doug, is they've run that play so much this year. Guardian Angels surely has a plan for that. Now Burwell will let call a timeout. It's fourth down. We'll call a timeout. We'll take it with them. 14 seconds to go here in this first quarter. Burwell really has a play that could make a huge difference in the football game if they can stick it in again. They're already up 12 nothing. We'll be back after this timeout from Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. With our producer-engineer Merritt Lawson and Centura football coach Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, the second of the six state championships, your exclusive radio home for the Nebraska State football finals, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Burwell's up 12-0, looking for more. Guardian Angels needs a stop. Fourth and three at the Guardian Angels four. And Owens and Huffman. Goes to the Wildcat, and Huffman gets low, gets inside the one, gets into the end zone, touchdown Longhorns. Boy, just brutal, Doug. I mean, they get in that, it's just power or blast. Uh, That one was more blast. They didn't pull anybody, and he just gets down in there and churns. I'd love to know what he squats. You know what I mean? Literally, I mean, he could be one of those kids that squats about 550 pounds. That was way different than the previous play when they tried to get outside and run yes. over people. They just lowered the boom. Same play for the two-point conversion. He walks in. They've went back to the bread and butter and gotten away from uh, the couple of plays that didn't work. Everything is working right now. And with just a 14 seconds to go, 11 seconds, they put three seconds back on the clock. 14 seconds is what it says. 14 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Burwell 20, Guardian Angels 6, our five points bank touchdown, a four-yard run from Torrey Huffman. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Larry Burwell has scored on two fourth down plays. Yeah, I'm 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 anointing nobody uh, the D1 state championship here at this point. But I will tell you this, Guardian Angels better get something going, Duggar. They're going to get blown out of this thing. That was a five-play, 31-yard drive that took 52 seconds, and this is a fairly short kick. And trying to make something happen is Slaughter. He'll get to the 23. He is met there by Chase Hofschneider, and that will be the end of that return. Eight seconds to go in the first quarter. Guardian Angels, with what wind we have, about 10 mile an hour at their back, but again, 19 passing yards, negative 17 rushing yards. Look for screen, Doug. Uh, look for screen here. Burwell, I'd run everybody off and run screen. Burwell's getting such an incredible push, it's going to be hard for them to read it. They, they're sack happy now. Back into that trip set that's giving them trouble. Ploggy looks for the quick wide receiver screen. Boy, he threads the needle and it is complete into the hands of a slaughter. And then as he went down, Lost the ball, but fell right back on top of it. And that'll be the end of the first quarter. He'll take it out to the 29-yard line, a gain of six. And that'll make it second down and four for Guardian Angels when they start the second quarter. But Burwell was down big to BDS in the first half last year. And now they have jumped out to a 20-7 
to nothing lead over the Blue Jays here in the D1 State Championship game brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton here on ESPN. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Welcome back to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. We want to thank all the many fine sponsors, as always, that allow us to bring you high school sports. Just two days left in the fall sports season, and yes, the winter sports season officially begins with contests a week from Thursday. So a week from Thanksgiving, you get after it. And here at Memorial Stadium, they're showing highlights of last year's championship game. Rarely, Larry, are the fans in the stands two straight years, but the Burwell fans remember. And look at every kid down there right now staring at that big screen. Doug... That actually, and I'm being serious, you know, very rarely do things happen in the game, outside of the game, that can affect you. Did you just see Gideon turn around and scream at all of his teammates? You've lifted all them weights. You spent this whole year wanting to get back here and prove them wrong and win what we didn't get last year. And then to get that type of motivation, right? No doubt. Second and four, Guardian Angels. Ploggy hands it off to the second man through, who is going to be Minnick, and he'll get just short of the first down to about the 32. He needs to get to the 33. Third and a half yard here for the Blue Jays in the first quarter. Eight yards for Guardian Angels, 129 for Burwell. Each team had one penalty. Burwell time of possession, six and a half to about five and a half for Guardian Angels. And first downs, one for the Blue Jays, eight for Burwell. Third down and short, and they'll get that first down, but not by much, Larry. That was a different-looking little inside handoff. Yeah, just trying to get a little cute. Uh, And, I mean, it's going to work. They're going to get the first down. They had the unbalanced line to the right, and then they sent in motion from the weak side in Kobe Slaughter, faked the handoff to him, and then just gave it to Minnick, who got two yards yeah. and moves the chains. They're going to stay with this eye now. They feel good about themselves here a little bit. Haven't went to the air as much as I would have thought. Ploggy pitch play. Minnick looks for blockers to the right side. When he gets to the hole, it's closed quickly by Huffman and company at the 35-yard line. They'll give him the 36, and that is a gain of a couple. Yeah, and I will tell you, Doug, when you run sweep against Burwell, they run fit so well, and they flow so well that when if you have to continue on your outside track because if you try to come back inside, you're just running in literally to a purple wall. Because they, they chase the football so well. Now a quick little wide receiver screen out in the flat. It's complete to Crackmeyer. He's got the first down and more. 30-25. And he'll be brought down from behind at the 23-yard line. 
Boy, when he caught that, he didn't see any purple in front of him, and he was trying to get to the outside, but Burwell closed Mike it. Mike Max has to get in that official's ear right now because there, I think I think he's talking to him. They were blocking Doug as that thing was done forward, and he caught that beyond the line of scrimmage. The other receivers went down and blocked on a screen like that. That's what you really try to watch for is, as, the, as the opposing coaches. you got to tell them they can't block my dudes while that ball's in the air. First down and 10 at the Burwell 24. Guardian Angels, their first drive. Ploggy, ball tipped and picked off by Huffman. It's tipped at the line of scrimmage, and Huffman is drunk down from behind, and a late flag comes on the tackle at the 35-yard line. I believe that that was Hofschneider that got his hands on the pass, and it was big 4-4. Got the left mid on it. Huffman takes off down the field, and coming from behind to make the tackle is Andrew Gunther. Yeah, it's going to be face mask, Doug. But I'm just going to tell you right now, good thing old Hofschneider 4-4 got his hands on it because that was going to be a touchdown. The receiver was wide open. They'd run a little mesh scheme, and the receiver was wide open. The quarterback threw it on time. What a great play by the Horns. And then 15 more. What a first half here for Burwell. I mean, it's just the your worst nightmare last year in the first half has become your dream half here. I mean, complete juxtaposition. Well, no more than I say Guardian Angels is finally moving the football. It's their first legit drive, and bang, it's turned over. It's already 20 to nothing Burwell, and Guardian Angels now, their defense has got to come up with a stop. Burwell, three possessions, three touchdowns, albeit they converted twice on fourth down. So here we go. Cade knowing the quarterback with his line stepped to the left side and a timeout is going to be called by Guardian Angels. I think Coach Dave Ritter good needs out. to settle. He wants to settle his troops down. Maybe he saw Burwell was going to go to the end zone on the first play. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 10.08 to go in the first half. Burwell has the ball in Guardian Angel territory at the 37, already leading it 20 to nothing here in the D1 state final. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Don't forget, the third and final game of day one is what was anticipated as being the uh, highlight of the day as you've got the Battle of Unbeatens, Omaha North and Bellevue West. Uh, we'll come on air at 7 and kickoff is at 7.15 tonight. But we've had uh, two pretty exciting games. This one is really exciting if you're a Burwell fan. First and 10 at the 37 of Guardian Angels up 20 to nothing. They'll hand it to Huffman, and this one is not going to work. Guardian Angels was in the backfield waiting for him at the 35-yard line. It's going to be a loss of two. Yeah, they just smothered him. He's just, again, uh, that's a little wrinkle how they're running that play. And it's, you know, I think it's more set up for the quarterback run, what they were doing early in the first quarter. He doesn't do very well going sideways, Doug. He needs to have a lot of forward lean to him. 
uh, to, to really be successful. How about this Durnaman kid for the Blue Jays? Just a freshman up there making another tackle. Back to pass, Owens has time, crossing route, throws downfield for Watts, and getting his hand in there is Cole Krakemeyer, reading Watts' eyes and just stuck his hand back, and Watts still almost caught the deflection. Yeah, I'm surprised there again. Gideon was far more open, and they threw it back the other way. Oh, man. Jeez, what a play. That was an absolutely great play by Cole Krakemeyer. It is third down and officially 13. For Burwell. Well, this would be a big deal, Doug. This would be the first time Burwell has had possession of the football, and it didn't end with a point after attempt. Yeah, if they don't get it here, I we'll see what he does. See if he gets part of it so they can go for it on fourth down. They're in that tweener territory at the 36. And it's Wildcat straight ahead for Huffman, and he's able to get five, maybe six, inside the 30 to the 29. Going to maybe be a six-yard gain there, and now you can comfortably yeah. go for it on fourth down at the 29. They need seven in between the 22 and the 23. Doug, that's been the play that uh, Guardian Angels Central Catholic has not had an answer to, and that's Huffman straight ahead. And they take the big boy out, Colby Mitchell. He comes in there on that wildcat to give him more bulk on the block. And now they will have Owens out of the pistol on fourth down and seven. Takes the snap, wants to throw the football on the crisscross route. It's a little underthrown and broken up. Went for Gideon, and Slaughter was there, and Guardian Angels had sent most everybody. If they had run the ball there, they would have had a wrong call. But great job by the secondary of the Blue Jays. And for the first time, Burwell doesn't score. Yeah, and I'm very impressed with uh, Guardian Angels Central Catholics. athleticism, Doug, um, in the back end of their defense. They're big on the front end, but their athleticism on the back end is very impressive. So Guardian Angels will take over at their own 30-yard line, trailing 20 to nothing, 8.48 to go here in the second quarter. Back to pass, Ploggy. His receiver stumbled, but he has time, so he rolls and rolls. Still rolling, throws it as far as he can into double coverage, tipped it incomplete. There was all kinds of bodies downfield, three purple jerseys, two white jerseys, all standing or leaping at the 20-yard line. Crackmeyer was down there. Yeah. So was Slaughter. Your man Ryan Dahl went up and knocked that thing away, Doug. Those are some of the scary ones when you've got all the defenders in front and then all of a sudden it barely gets over somebody's hands and that guy catches it and gets into the end zone. They've got some speed. Guardian Angels is is just dangerous, it looks to me, offensively. Burwell's got to keep their intensity high here. So it'll be second down and 10. Empty, excuse me, a one back in the backfield trying to set up the screen. They get it on a little wide receiver. Andrew Gunther breaks a tackle it down the sidelines. He's free. 40, 30, 20, 10, Owens. He fumbled that ball, Doug. Into the end zone for a touchdown. There was the screen that we talked about on the previous drive that it made sense. That was set up. Burwell was getting such an incredible push. And it's bang, bang at the goal line. You'll see the fumble. He had the ball across the goal line. It was just a question of whether his knee had hit at the one or not. So uh, whatever they wanted to call there on the replay, it is a well-run Wide receiver screen, bringing him across from right to left. And Guardian Angels is on the board with 8.26 to go in the second quarter. They line up for two trips to the right, 
Empty backfield shotgun. Ploggy rolls right, throws right, knocked down by Torrey Huffman, and the two-point conversion is no good. But our five-points bank touchdown is a 50-yard pass on the play from quarterback Nolan Ploggy to Gunther, and it is Burwell 20, Guardian Angels 6. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Well, the Guardian Angels needed something to happen, and after the interception, they make the stop on Burwell and then hit their first big play of the game. Yeah, and it was the play that we said would be there, Doug, as a play caller. That's, I mean, you cannot get any time to throw the ball deep. You're having trouble running it. They're getting such penetration. You've got to find a way to stem it. Screen draw is the way to do that. And uh, not only did they run a screen, but they designed it very well, whereas you said they were able to bring the receiver from the opposite side of the field to, that they threw it to to where uh, all they had to do is beat Josh Urbanowski's uh, tackle, and away it went. So they're ready to kick it away, and it will head out of bounds. I'm not sure what uh, Burwell make them do here. Last week, it happened once or twice, and they uh, Burwell made them kick it again. Into the win, I'd make them kick. I mean, you're in the state finals. You've got your athletes. You're not worried. You know you're going to get a return, it looks like, with that kind of a kick. So uh, put that freshman back there in Jace Williams and give him another opportunity. Yeah, I think so. And that's what they're going to do. That last drive took all of two plays, 50 yards, 22 seconds. And the PAT was no good. So 20 to 6 the score. And ready to boot it away again is Sheldon Disher. This time it's on his 25. And this kick right down the middle. And trying to spear it out of the air is Huffman, but it's picked up by Williams at the 13. Comes to the right side, 20, 25. Into the middle of the pile at the 30, and he'll be ran over there by a host of blue and white jerseys. He's going to be the next one, isn't he? He is, Doug. I'm just telling you. I was, that's what I was just thinking. He's tough. Holy moly, that kid is tough. Uh, and he's got great feet. He's going to be the next one. You just said it. So Burwell now leading 20-6. to six. Let's see how they respond to really the first little bit of adversity. They'll have it at their own 30-yard line. Huffman just to the left of the pistol formation quarterback in Caden Owens, and he will keep it himself, fake it to Huffman, and he's going to be hit hard as he comes up field by Connor Klitz at the 31-yard line. Not much on that play, about a yard and a half. Yeah, now that goes back to what they were running in the first quarter, Doug. That's the, And that's it seems like that's what they want, is they want that play or they want to give it to Huffman off that. And here comes the big package, Wildcat formation, when you see... Owens come out and Colby Mitchell come in. That means it'll be a direct snap here to Torrey Huffman. He's got blockers to his right and left. He'll follow the left this time, and somebody missed Mike Bommert, who came in and filled the gap. Huffman will be strong enough to push forward, though, for about three to the 34-yard line. Yeah, and I wouldn't be afraid of that again. They just missed a block is all. 
they were good enough at the point of attack. They just flat missed one block. I think Gideon is who missed it. Advantage to the Wildcat versus just the old-fashioned turnaround and hand it off to him. Because you're getting downhill. What, what, what it does is they're replacing that skinny quarterback with an extra offensive lineman, and, and it just is better at the point of attack. Now Owens back in on third down and six. He'll stack the backs to his left. He'll fake it to Huffman. He's back to pass wide open. It's Gideon out of the backfield, and he has got the first down. He'll be into Guardian Angels territory at the 38-yard line. Yeah, he's three catches today, Doug. You, you'd have the exact stat line. He's got to be probably 30 yards. He's got to score. He's making life easier on the running backs right now. That's going to get him three for over 40. He had two for 35. and Add that little bit of about nine on there, I think it was. It'll be first down and 10, and Burwell is back in Blue Jay territory. 20-6, to 6.55 to go. Here in quarter number two, Huffman Wildcat wants to take it outside to the right, lowers his shoulder, but a great job of holding his ground, and Andrew Gunther, he'll get a yard. Now that's not what's good. You see, when, when they try to get that outside, you see what I'm saying? Huffman's not great side to side. When he gets that thing in the A and the B gap, he's tough. And when they ran that Wildcat uh, right before the second touchdown, they tried to get him outside, nothing. And then it was fourth and three at the four, and they just ran it off left guard, and he went in. And then they ran the same thing for the two-point conversion, conversion. did it again. Second down and 10, Burwell at the 38-yard line of the Blue Jays. Wildcat again, Huffman, high snap. That forces him to get to the outside, breaks tackles, and look out, 25-20, and he's pushed out of bounds again by Gunther. He just went right through three Guardian Angel Blue Jays and found the black hole. I don't know how he got through there, but they all missed him. I mean, yes, they need to wrap up. They're not buzzing their feet and wrapping up, but they're not. They don't have poor run fits. They're not a gap short. It's just flat. This kid is tough. Yeah, Ploggy's not going to be able to arm tackle him. He That was all he could get uh, as he was just uh, nudged there a little bit off the block. First down and 10. Burwell on the move again at the 20. Back in Owens, quarterback draw. He's going to get a yard. And a little bit better now we're seeing from Guardian Angels in their defense. That's Gage Herbert along with Mike Baumert, who are two guys that play defense and not on the offensive starting lineup, but uh, play mostly on the defensive side. Well, Thomas Hughes and uh, uh, Gideon there, Doug, just flat. Tyler Gideon and Thomas Hughes, they just didn't sustain their blocks. In the first quarter, they were sustaining those blocks and driving off the ball, and there they didn't. So just like you said, Guardian Angels is playing better now. Now Owens follows his blockers to the right, and nothing. Lost that yard that they just made, maybe two. It's going to be third and 11. So Guardian Angels has done a good job on the outside. Burwell has done a really good job in between the ends. This ball needed to go inside. There was money to be made inside there. And he just he chose to take it out. Yeah, even had a even had his linebacker blocked downfield there. Yeah. But you know, Gideon comes into today with nine hundred and thirteen yards receiving. If he can find his way into roughly seventy yards, Doug. He's lined up to the left. On third and long, they want to throw. They'll throw back to the right. It is complete to Huffman. Breaks the first tackle, but gonna get only about four to about the seventeen. Let's see where they Big finally flag, mark him out of Doug. Bounds. I think they're gonna get him for late. Unless they're going to get Chase Hofschneider for coming in and hitting late. And we've got an injured player here for Guardian Angels. 
And is that Ploggy? Yes, yes, it is. Quarterback and defensive back Nolan Ploggy comes out with a kind of holding that right arm. And the penalty is on Burwell. And again, that's the second time that we have seen a block in the back called basically when the play is over. Burwell fans, not a fan. Will they take it? or let, I See, I wouldn't. The penalties doesn't matter because you'll stay fourth down. And they do decline it. So Burwell will have it fourth down and seven at the Guardian Angels 17-yard line, up 20-6. to six. And we will get a timeout by Guardian Angels on the defensive side, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Member FDIC, 4.55 to go in the second quarter of the D1 State Championship. Burwell 20, Guardian Angels 6. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. I want to thank all the fine folks out there that are listening to the ball game today, including Fast Eddie. It is Doug Duda, Larry Baker here from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. State football championships brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The D1 state championship, Burwell 20, Guardian Angels 6 for the second straight possession. Well, for the fourth straight possession, Burwell going forth on fourth down. Fourth and seven at the Blue Jays 17-yard line out of the defensive timeout. And this is outside of their comfort zone from a distance. Okay, no one's out of the pistol. Huffman to his right. Back to pass. Has time. Waits. Waits. Lost it out here for Gideon. Off the fingertips, and he'll hold on. Touchdown, Burwell. Doug, that's an amazing catch. There are two defenders there. The pass really was too far, too long. And as you said earlier, his wingspan and length, he goes up. He tips it back to himself, really. He's going to tip it back to himself. Boom, in the arm. Second touchdown of the day. Big day so far for Tyler Gideon, his fourth reception. He now has 60 yards through the air. And I'll tell you what, it was a dangerous pass, but that was the play call. They'll line up for two out of the Wildcat. little delay. Huffman is not going to get it coming through there. Mike Bommert with another beautiful tackle. But with 4.48 to go in the second quarter, Burwell has matched their point total from last week's semifinals. Our five points bank touchdown, a 17-yard pass from Caden Owens to Tyler Gideon. Burwell, 26. Guardian Angels, 6. With all the buzz surrounding weed resistance and new technologies, are you having a hard time deciding on next year's soybean crop plan? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been evaluating all of your potential soybean management combinations and have solutions for your farm, including our very own A-brand Liberty Link soybeans. This locally tested brand of soybeans allows you to take control of your soybean yields, enjoy clean fields with safe application and approved in-crop chemistry. See an Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see if A-brand Liberty Link cropping system is the right fit for your fields. Aurora Cooperative putting own equity to work well guardian angels has been fairly good on uh, third down but on fourth down it has really come back to haunt him burwell is two of six on third down and three of four on fourth down all three of those fourth down conversions are for touchdowns yeah I, and and again it's just burwell is just staying calm and 
when it doesn't go right, they're willing to just step back up and swing the axe. And the kick is going to be taken back at the seven-yard line by Andrew Gunther. He's trying to get all the way to the other side of the field, and he'll be upended at the 20-yard line. And it'll be first down and 10 for Guardian Angels. Daw on the tackle. I mean, I get it. You don't ever want to be down by 20. But if you're Guardian Angels, be calm here. You're going to get the ball to start the second half. you got 441 to go. Get on a drive here. Stick this thing in. It doesn't look like you're going to stop Burwell very many times. But if you can get one here and get one to start the second half, Doug, this is a ball game. Yeah, because uh, Guardian Angels does get the ball to start the third quarter. Unbalanced strong to the right. Pitch play to the weak side, and they'll get Minnick out to the corner. And coming over, Urbanowski will crack him, but not until he got a first down at the 30-yard line. Yeah, they ran a lot of that type of misdirection stuff in the pregame, and we hadn't seen it yet uh, here in the first half. Good play call. Get it to the perimeter off of misdirection. They're going to say he's just short of the first down, so second and one at the 30. I thought we would see more of Ploggy downfield, but they got him a couple of times, and they have really gotten away from it, and they'll just blast it off the right side for the first down. Continuing to churn to the 33-yard line is Minnick. Jared, eight carries, 21 yards. That'll be nine for about 23. And it is by no means windy today, Doug, but the wind has started to come up in this game, and that hurts Guardian Angels Central Catholic where not only uh, can they throw it, but they're going to need to throw it a little bit. As I say that, they're back in their spread set. <laughs> then they want to throw it, it would be seem. And a quick little screen, trying to catch it one-handed. Krakemeyer was low and away, incomplete. Yeah, uh, right there you've got to sit Ploggy. He's kind of upset with himself. and But they just dug, they've gone away from this over-the-top passing game because – the two drives they did it, they just went backwards because their offensive line just got eaten up. 43 degrees, the temperature right now here in Lincoln. Gusts to about 12. On second down and 10 at their own 33. Quarterback draw Ploggy, and there's a good block that gets him to the 35. And just short, I thought Hughes was just going to grab him by the hand and say, how are you, and shake his hand and tackle him. But got chipped just enough that, allowed Ploggy to move up the field for yeah, five. He's hurting, Doug, on every snap when he gets back up. He gets up a little slower and a lot of limp to him. I mean, this Burwell team brings the thump. Third down and five. Guardian Angels trip to the left side. Ploggy swings it out here quickly. It is complete to Crackmeyer. He's got the first down into Burwell territory at the 33-yard line. That's been their best stuff here. They're throwing now screens bubble screens. They ran a tunnel screen a little while ago. Uh, that's been their best stuff. Again, Burwell on top, 26-6. to six. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, preview tonight's Class A final, look at some of the other sporting news from the day, and look back on the first game, Sacred Heart 44, Twin Loop 28 in D2. Spread formation now. With a back into block for quarterback Ploggy. It's a hitch and go. He's hit as he throws. It's well underthrown, and it sails out of bounds. They were going for all of it that time to slaughter. But once again, Burwell's done a great job getting pressure on Ploggy. Yeah, Gideon and Torrey Huffman both were there that time, Doug. And uh, Ploggy's starting to get to where I think they could say, boo, and he'd throw it. I mean, his, his feet are just chopping before the snap even gets to him. That's tough right now. There's no doubt about it. 
And it'll bring up second down and 10. Burwell already up 26-6. Guardian Angels trying to make something happen here. And it'll be a quarterback drop plug. He gets a block, gets the 30, the 25, and he'll be into the secondary close to the first down at the 23-yard line before Josh Urbanowski can bring him down. Yeah, that was a great play call, Doug. Uh, they're, they run the motion off one way, so it's kind of read optionish, but they set it up for Ploggy in the A-gap, and he got loose there. Still three minutes left in the half. They're, they're chewing up the field that they need to chew up for Guardian Angels to get back in it. First down, they fumble the snap in the backfield. Ploggy picks it up, but Gideon's there to swarm him under at the 30. That's going to be a loss of eight. And again, just when they seem to have something going, that happens. Yeah, and a lot of teams, you can have that fumble just a little and you're going to be okay. Burwell, you can't. They're coming upfield so hard on every play. Gideon from that outside linebacker slash DN position, uh, I mean, he's just coming like a freight train. Well, last year was only the second time in school history that Burwell had won two playoff games in a year, and they've got it rolling right now. Almost halfway home to their first state title. On the jet sweep, they will give it off to Connor Klitz. Klitz a long way to run to get to the left boundary, and he is going to be shoved out of bounds at the 23-yard line. So he got almost all of the yardage back they lost on the previous play. It'll be third and 11. At the 23. Yeah, Gideon just needs to go. I mean, they need to declare whether Gideon is a queen or a prince or a duke there as far as are you dive. Uh, If you're a duke, you're a dive man. If you're a queen, you're a quarterback man or prince, a pitch man. Option responsibility, Doug. It's really important. He's shuffling his feet trying to play both. And Guardian Angels is just going to continue to move the ball that way. Trips to the right on third and 11. It's a quick little pass and jumping into the passing lane and knocking it down is Devin Watts. Trying to get it out there to Crackmeyer again. And Watts was all over it. That's six the other way if he catches it, Doug. My guess is they'll start to be a little bit more careful with that. That's the one where they're blocking downfield, and that ball is being caught beyond the line of scrimmage. That's pass interference all the way. Uh, but the officials are allowing them to do it, so the only way to defend it is they've got to release somebody to the ball. Burwell, who lost to BDS 44-30 in last year's final, is up 26-6, and now it's 4th and 11 for Guardian Angels at the Burwell 23. Middle screen, completed the 20 to the 15. Slaughter's got the first down. He'll get to the 10, and it'll be first and goal. Blue Jays on a 13-yard middle screen. Yeah, the thing that I loved about this is they ran an orbit uh, route with the running back, and that took the uh, defense with him. They had to get out there with him and then ran the middle screen inside so they'd run everybody off with the orbit. Uh, That was a great play call, really good design for a simple middle screen. First and goal, two minutes to go at the 10. Ploggy the quarterback. Fakes it to minute, keeps it himself, tries to follow his block and crashes forward for only a yard to the nine, second and goal. Yeah, ran into a wall there. He tried to take that thing in the A-gap, and Burwell was waiting. Hughes on the bottom of the pile. And regardless, unless there's a quick score here, there's not going to be any time really for Burwell. We're under 90 seconds to go in the second quarter. No, this is the two-for-one that can get you back in the game if you're Guardian Angels. And if you're a Burwell Longhorn, man, do you need this stop. 
Split out wide to the left. Twins, both sides now. Ploggy, all by himself, waits, throws over the middle, and it is incomplete, trying to get it to Kobe Slaughter. Burwell's defensive backs, they've got a little height there. They get those hands in the air, and Slaughter has to throw it over the top of them. Yeah, and Caden Owens did a really good job there just staying in contact so that the ball did need to be thrown a little higher. And that'll bring up third down and goal at the nine. Down 26-6, clock stop 109. They go in the third. They will put Gunther out to the left. Twins to the right, blocking back here, and they'll roll right. Back to that middle screen, and it is going nowhere. Minnick caught it, and Gideon caught him before he even hit the ground. Fourth and goal from the 11, a loss of two. Watch the replay, Doug. This is great. Gideon is going to flat stand. Watch him just stand. He was playing screen all the way. That's one of those deals where, okay, you fooled me three times. No thanks. And now Guardian Angels is going to have to burn a timeout. This is a... Usera Care moment of the game brought to you by Usera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. This will be the last play for Guardian Angels unless there's a defensive penalty with 26 seconds. Doug, why didn't Burwell call the timeout 25 seconds ago? Burwell should have called this timeout because any way you cut it, it's and goal. This isn't a first down situation. If they don't get it, you leave yourself time. If they score, you've left yourself some time. Burwell should have called this timeout. They literally just cost themselves 25 seconds of what's going to be their possession. How, how happy do you think that sideline is right now with the way they're playing, getting into halftime, and thinking only about this one defensive play to go up 20? I mean, I just, you know, sometimes you kind of forget where you're at in the moment. You Things have went so well for you. Sure. They're going to be so happy if they nope, get this stuff. That makes stop. sense, Doug. And I, I'm not sure, you know, I would have been jumping up and down saying, yeah, hey, let's get six more if we get that opportunity. But there is 26 seconds left after the Nebraska Land National Bank timeout. Let's see what Guardian Angels has drawn up. Ploggy scrambling has not had a lot of success. No, this is critical for Guardian Angels. Usually it has to be quick. He's been under pressure. They're going to go trips to the right side, fourth and goal at the 11. And now Burwell sees what the play is, and they will call timeout. So we'll go ahead and take it with them. 26-6 Burwell, fourth and goal Guardian Angels at the Burwell 11 when we return. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker and our producer-engineer Caleb Henry here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. 26 seconds to go in the first half of the 2016 D1 State Championship game, and it is fourth and goal Guardian Angels, but it's at the 11-yard line of Burwell, and Burwell leads it 26-6. to same package, trips to the right side. Quarterback Nolan Ploggy out of the shotgun. Calls it, has it, 
No rush. No rush at all. Now here they come. He has to roll to his right, throws towards the end zone. It is caught at the two, but he can't get in. They threw it underneath, and it was complete to Gage Herbert. They threw it to the wrong guy. Guardian Angels is hurrying, trying to spike it. I don't. Did they know it was fourth down? That was fourth down. Guys, that was fourth and goal. Yeah, the officials, officials coming together. They're thinking from the 11 to the 1, it's a first down. They're even moving the chains. Whoa, Doug, they never had the chains up for the entire drive. That's because they had gone backwards, Doug. I think, yeah, now the officials get it. Yeah, no, they had gone backwards. There was no... Well, Guardian Angels, they, they can't argue this. They know they know what it was. But Herbert tried to stretch forth, and the ball came loose as he reached Doug, and hit all, the ground. He didn't know it was fourth down. Oh, he knew it was fourth down. Oh, my God. They he just... knew it. But Burwell now, they're at the one. Got to make sure that you get forward here. Look for Owens on a quarterback sneak. And that's exactly what it is. And everybody pushing him. Ryan Dodges pushes him forward, and that'll be good enough to send us to halftime here in the 2016 D1 State Football Championship. Burwell comes out on fire, scoring on their first three possessions, and three of their four touchdowns were on fourth down. Fourth and three, fourth and eight, fourth and seven. We'll talk more about it on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and here they stop Guardian Angels at the one-yard line in the final 20 seconds. Your score, Burwell 26 Guardian Angel 6 on ESPN. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care our inspiration. Welcome back to Memorial Stadium here in Lincoln, where we have reached the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the D1 State Championship. It is Burwell 26 and West Point Guardian Angels Six. What a first half it was for Burwell. Earlier today in the Class D1 G2 championship game, Twin Loop, of course, Sargent and Taylor and Loop County Schools, just right there, right there with the uh, 20-mile radius of Burwell and a lot of the fans coming to and staying at and going to both games, uh, jumped out similarly as Burwell did scoring twice in the uh, first quarter after both teams' first possession was three and out. Their defense was playing very well, scored on a two-yard run, Alex Horky run to make it 6 nothing, And then on the uh, two possessions later, a fumble return by Braden Stroll, 45 yards, made it 14 to nothing. twin loop. 
But then one of the key moments of the game, they stopped Sacred Heart again. Sacred Heart punted to the uh, three-yard line, and Twin Loop fumbled it at the five, and that allowed Fall City Sacred Heart to get on the board, cut it to 14-6, and from there on, uh, after being down 14 to nothing, went on a 44-14 run and won the ball game 44-28. The key in the ball game was changing from the run game that they had come in with Sacred Heart to trying to throw the football throughout the second half. And uh, their quarterback in uh, Bippers did that job today, uh, sophomore. Uh, this kid that you're going to want to watch. Uh, Sacred Heart's got some kids coming back. But he had three touchdowns in the ball game and threw for 267 yards overall to allow Sacred Heart uh, their eighth state championship in school history. Second since uh, uh, back in 1994, they won it in a 2013, and then they just won it again uh, here, of course, uh, today. So Sacred Heart and Doug Goltz, their eighth state football championship. Twin Loop, Coach Mike Kozel, heck of a game, just couldn't keep up with them in the uh, second half of play. Both teams end the year at 12-1. and one. Still to come tonight, 7-15 kickoff, the Battle of Unbeatens. Omaha North taking on Bellevue West, and Bellevue West may be limited in their quarterback play after last week's semifinal win with an injury. That's one of the question marks tonight. How much can they go with uh, their quarterback, or will it be Jalen Bradley, somewhat like Torrey Huffman, some of the time lining up in the Wildcat formation to run the ball, and no one has slowed down Omaha North. But the key in the Class A game tonight, Larry, is which defense can make plays. I mean, there is no doubt this could be a 56-49 to 49 type of football game tonight. This will look like uh, the Big 12 or the old WAC conference in college football, but it would appear that Bellevue West has played a little bit better defense uh, throughout the playoffs, but the folks I talked to and talking with some of the guys that have scouted Omaha North says, you know what, they really haven't played all their hosses on special teams where they have struggled, and uh, they just think it's a matter of doing it. Uh, they've got the capability, but they're always so far ahead that sometimes uh, the, the, the moment's not there for them. That's as I would look at this game, Doug. I would say, first of all, if everybody's healthy, right? If both these offenses get to come out, they're both healthy and they both go, this just has got a chance to really be electric, something we don't normally get uh, in this game. But I will say this, you know, because I'm one, and we did the second-round playoff game with Carney Omaha North, and I was not, like, super impressed with that defense. So then I went back and looked. And they always have those games that they seem to be somewhat close in the uh, first half, maybe through some quarters. Then all of a sudden in the second half, they've got a period in time in all these games where they just play lockdown. Nobody gets a first down for about four possessions. They score on three of the four, and then bang, it's, it turns into a blowout. It does seem to me that when they want to, they can lock it down on defense, as you said, making playing all their studs uh, in those spots. It's got a chance to just be an absolutely incredible can't-miss you know, uh, game that I wouldn't, whether you listen to us, watch it uh, on the TV, or the best old-school way to do it would be to turn it on the TV and put us on the radio uh, and, and do it that way. But this is one I wouldn't miss tonight. And, and for those of you that have the delay, you just put it on the DVR, Pause it for that length of the delay, and then you just start then you're watching good. it again. That's Bang, right. that's how you do it. Talk to the kids. They know how to do it. It is 26-6, Burwell leading Guardian Angels. 
Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report in a minute. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. State High School football playoff action brought to you on ESPN Radio by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete. Well, tomorrow we have three more games. What's most intriguing to you? C2 starts us off at 10-15, Wilbur Claytonia and Crofton. Then you've got O'Neill and Bishop Newman at 245, and Elkhorn South and Scott tomorrow night in B. Doug, tomorrow they're all can't-miss games. And and here's the deal. Uh, Wilbur Claytonia has been the absolute front-runner. Everybody's known they're the best team in the state all year. Crofton is big. Their defensive line is mean and tough, and they just beat people up. It you know That has a chance to be an interesting game. I really do think uh, the Kalachi Cup, as some have called it, I think Wilbur does win that thing. Uh, the C1 game. So intriguing because you've got this uh, parochial that's coached by a legend. They're really, really good in Wahoo Newman. And then you've got this team, O'Neill that is just really somewhat young, tough, mean. They play big defense. And there are a lot of people in the state that think they can. And I had this said to me last night. We know how good their quarterback is, uh, Wahoo Newman. Yeah. Especially our listeners. They just watched him play. I had four different coaches tell me last night that the O'Neill quarterback is better. Than Vedral. Yes. Who's going I, to play Division One football. I'm just telling you, I had four. I have not. I've seen Vedral. I have not seen the O'Neill quarterback. But I was told last night, just in conversations at clinic, that this kid is legit. And Alex he's, Dramer. Yes. I mean, and he's better. So, or at, at, at the very least, there are many that think he's his equal. And then tomorrow night, Doug, the Class B game, this is a rematch from the regular season. Scott was up 17 in that game against Elkhorn South, had like a 13-point lead deep in the third quarter, or starting the fourth quarter, and Elkhorn South got on a roll. Scott kind of spit the bit a little bit, and South ends up winning that game. Uh, excuse me, Omaha Scott Catholic has proved that they can play with Elkhorn South. Uh, in every way, won that game. I watched it on TV on a Thursday night. Uh, so uh, all three games tomorrow night are really good. And, of course, uh, going back to O'Neill, Brock Eichelberger knows a little bit about winning. He's done it at the eight-man level, and now he's uh, trying to get the job done there at O'Neill. It reminds me a little bit, and I'm not saying the style, but Kozad here a few years ago where you knew that for about a four-year stretch – really good, and O'Neill is just starting to come into their own there. Well, and I think so, Doug, because this really started about three years ago, three or four years ago in wrestling. Um, 
when when that wrestling crew really came on uh, and Thad Fox, who is the state champion uh, at O'Neill back in the early 90s, his son was on that team, was a two-time state champ for O'Neill. And he had taken all those boys all over the place wrestling and playing football. And and they had some success. They did some winning at O'Neill with wrestling. I mean, big-time winning, but they had done some things. This really, I think, is a byproduct of that. And as you said, things have turned there a little bit. And it is a community that now really believes that they can get this done and they belong on this stage. Well, three more games coming your way tomorrow here on ESPN. And then, of course, don't forget our Husker Lunch on Wednesday. Doug and Daddy show at Cunningham's from 11 to 12. And Steve Sipple, the Lincoln Journal star. Now we've got more to talk about. We've been in this quarterback situation the last couple of weeks. Now made official today that Riker 5 broke his left wrist, had surgery, had a pin inserted yesterday. Tommy Armstrong still going uh, through the uh, hamstring issue. The Huskers are practicing right now uh, just to the north of us here uh, on the practice field and some, uh, some inside. Uh, on a day like this, getting ready for a Friday game, one less day, and you're traveling. Uh, Zach Darlington's going to have to get some work, already has, uh, but we'll have to see. And again, our Husker Lunch then, you can talk to Sip, get all the answers, and you get all the questions asked of him from 12 to 1 on Wednesday. Then Thursday here on ESPN, the NFL triple header, Friday and Saturday, college football, and another NFL triple header on Sunday. It's a football overdose this week here on ESPN. That's okay, though, right? It's always good, and I liked what Riley had to say today. I went in, almost missed the second-half kickoff (laughs) because I was in the press conference listening to Coach Riley, but I did like what he had to say today, Doug. He was pretty affirmative about, you know, we think both these guys are going to be able to go. One of them's not going to be able to do some stuff he normally does, but the other one will be able to do that. They're going to be able to kind of cross over. He felt really good about Darlington, and he even started talking about – uh, some guys on the staff that had played some wildcat stuff very successfully in in high school. This is a deal where you got to go to your O line and go look. We've got some stud running backs. Can we please just hand this thing off a bunch of times this week? I know that's a tough matchup. He'll do yeah. that against the Hawkeyes. Yeah, Iowa's about the toughest team uh, outside of the top two in the conference to to line up and try and run against. They have just announced the finalists. For two of the major college football awards, the Maxwell Award, which goes to the nation's outstanding player, Lamar Jackson, Louisville quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma quarterback, Jabril Peppers from Michigan. That's a good four uh, look into what the Heisman vote could look like. And then the Bednarik Award, which goes to the nation's top player. Of course, Nate Gary was one of the semifinalists. He does not make the finalist cut. Jonathan Allen. Defensive line, Alabama, Miles Garrett. Defensive line, A&M, and Jabril Peppers from Michigan are all on that list. UNK's Tyke Kojal makes the initial list for the Harlan Hill Trophy. 42 players from across the country are on the list. He's one of just six defensive players leading the nation in tackling this year that is on that list. Nebraska Volleyball remains a uh, unanimous number one in the Division One. Uh, coaches poll today. Tonight, UNK finds out uh, who they're playing. It looks like they'll head up to Concordia St. Paul because they won the NSIC tournament. UNK is the MIAA champ. Looks like they'll be the three seed. Hopefully they find a way to not pair them against Washburn again in the first round, but uh, the selection show coming up tonight at 6.30. So uh, that's going on. Uh, A lot uh, with the NAIA soccer for Hastings. The NAIA volleyball starts a week from tomorrow for them. A lot still going on for the fall sports.
Well, let me tell you, we could play some volleyball in this state now. I mean, all the way around. I mean, at all NAI Division Two, II, Division One, and it's great. I love to see the Lope Show uh, doing what they're doing with that volleyball team. And you know, we've always followed them. And now, for a lot of the people in my area, maybe a little more so, with some Centura flavor on that coaching staff with Brianna Dinas uh, helping as a student assistant on that thing. She's a Centura alum, uh, graduated a couple years ago from there. So it's fun to 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 watch this this time of year and. Um, Hopefully both of those those teams can the the Huskers and the Lopers can vault to the top. Well, let's take a look at our first half stats. It's Burwell twenty six and Guardian Angels six. First off for Guardian Angels rushing the football. Jared Minnick nine carries twenty four yards. Connor Klitz one carry seven yards. The quarterback Nolan Ploggy seven carries negative fourteen yards for Guardian Angels. A team with two thousand yard rushers. 17 rushing attempts, 17 yards. Through the air, Ploggy has uh, found a couple of big plays now, including that 50-yard touchdown pass. 8 of 16, 125 yards, a touchdown and a pick on a tip ball. So 17 on the ground, 125 through the air, 142 yards of offense for Guardian Angels. Eight first downs. They had, as far as the penalties, three for 31. And as far as the turnovers, just the one on that tip pass that ends up in the interception. For Burwell, Torrey Huffman, 14 carries, 74 yards and a touchdown. Caden Owens, a little bit above his average, 12 attempts already, 46 yards and a touchdown. Overall, 26 rushes, 120 yards on the ground. And for Owens, he's put it up eight times, completed five of those for 64 yards, Two of those are touchdown passes to Tyler Gideon, no interceptions. So 64 through the air, 120 on the ground, 184 total yards, 42 more than what Guardian Angels has. Just the one penalty, they do have 12 first downs in this football game and have scored every time they have entered the red zone uh, here tonight. So Burwell scoring on their first three possessions, and then it was a little more even after that uh, 6-6 After those first three possessions, an 11-yard touchdown run on the opening drive. Caden Owens on a fourth down, uh, excuse me, not on fourth down, but a seven-play, 55-yard drive, 6-0. Then Guardian Angels was stopped at the Burwell 36, and a 19-yard touchdown pass from Caden Owens to Tyler Gideon on fourth and eight. Made it 12 to nothing, an eight-play, 44-yard drive. Then with 11 seconds to go in the first quarter, a five-play, 31-yard drive. Torrey Huffman, fourth down and three from the four, takes it in for the touchdown, adds the two-point run. It's 20 to nothing at the end of the first. Then Huffman gets the interception with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter, but that's when finally something good happened for Guardian Angels. They stopped them on fourth and seven and turned that around quickly on a 50-yard touchdown pass from Ploggy to Andrew Gunther, made it 20-6, to six and uh, had another opportunity right before half, but got stuck at the one. It was fourth and goal at the 11, got tackled at the one. In between that, Owens, his second touchdown pass to Gideon. It was fourth and seven from the 17, and a beautiful touch Fourth, a 17-yard touchdown pass to make it 26-6. to six, And that is your score, Burwell, here at the half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 
you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. It has been overcast all day, but as the sun sets, it is on the horizon. A little sun breaking through, but not enough to get to field level, just just above field level, though. The players don't have it shining on them. But Burwell ready to kick it off, and they'll have the wind at their back here to start the third quarter, Larry. What do they need to do to uh, bring home this state championship? Exactly what they did on that last drive, Doug. I mean, clearly you, they need to finish. They came up three feet short, but that, that's it. Get It's a long half. It's only 20 points. I know that's a lot. Three scores isn't brutal. They've they've got a score, and they've got to kind of move with some semblance of urgency. And the kick is away. It'll be taken here by Gunther at the three. Tries the left side, 15-20. And 21's about all he's going to get. Among those on the tackle is Jordan Scott. Let's not forget, last week in the semifinals, Burwell was up 20 to nothing, 20-6 to at the half. That baby ends up 26-24. to Here they've got one more score cushion. Well, but I think the thing is, that's what you talked about at the half. And the other thing is, you don't want to say, look, we don't want to be the team that knows how to lose a game uh, lose a state championship game being down by 20 and also be able to explain to you how to lose a state championship game being up by 20 at the half. On the spread option, it is going to be Ploggy that is swallowed up in the backfield, coming through virtually untouched, is Chafed Hofschneider. So the play that you draw up at halftime, this is what we're going to start with, uh, doesn't get anything. And I suppose, again, one of those silver linings is, you know, you say, hey, guys, we made a run on BDS in the second half yeah. last year. Don't think that these guys aren't going to try and make a run on us. Yeah, that's what I mean. You just got to be careful. Of course, uh, no chance for D1 to have a repeat champ because BDS dropped down to D2 and got beat in the uh, semifinals by Sacred Heart after beating uh, Humphrey in the uh, second round. And here's a pitch play. They ran the option and kept it. Now they pitch it to Minnick, and he is going to be strung out and pushed out of bounds for a loss Back between the 18 and the 19, we'll call it third down and 12. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, uh, they're just going backwards, Doug. Burwell's defense, tough in the middle, tough on the outsides. They've shown a little bit of speed here, uh, getting to the outside and, and shutting them down. We know Guardian Angels has it, and here's that trip package. This time out to the left as quarterback Nolan Ploggy needs a big play. Third and 12. Pump fake looks wheel route. Now down the middle of the football field has an open man, and it is caught by Kobe Slaughter at the 30, and down he'll go. Burwell somehow lost him back there, and that is a almost a must play for Guardian Angels. Third and long, and they hit a bomb. Yeah, and right down. If they could, if, this is a big if, if Guardian Angels can find a way, Doug, to get somebody blocked, there are receivers open downfield all day. They just can't find a way to get Gideon and Hofschneider blocked. Man, a great catch backpedaling. First down and 10 at the 31 of Burwell. They'll hand it off to Minnick. Tries to come up the middle of the football field, and he'll be stuck right there. Hofschneider again on first contact. Yeah, and that was a great run fit in there. Uh, you have Hofschneider, Gideon, and Huffman. They're all going to meet. Huffman gets downhill on that thing. Right now, it was Huffman that actually met him initially. Wow. They just cannot do anything on the ground. 
And it is second down and 10 at their own 31. Burwell up 26-6, 9.45 to go in the third quarter. This is the opening series of the second half. Guardian Angels with an unbalanced line. Strong to the left at that end is Gunther. Now they will slide in motion, slaughter that way, pitch it. Minnick trying to go outside, decides to cut it up on the hash, and Torrey Huffman makes the perfect form tackle. Doug, they played that a gap too far. Burwell was a gap short. They went unbalanced, and they didn't adjust to it. And an unbalanced, when you play a nose guard, what you want to tell your nose guard is if they ever come out unbalanced, treat the heavy guard as the center, and they didn't do that. They were a full gap short, and Guardian Angels let them off the hook by pressing it too far outside. If they cut it up immediately, he's still running. Third and long again. Twins to the right, single to the left. Back to pass. Ploggy rolling, rolling. Now throws back against the grain, and a nice catch by Krakemeyer inside the 20 and down to the 17. That was actually pretty well covered as Watts will bring him down. Boy, that's a tough throw back against the body. Yeah, there that, that was as much time as he's had, Doug, in, in, in quite a while. He still had to be on the move, but he wasn't uh, they weren't bearing down on him. Boy, what a what a big, big play that they have converted now twice. Third and thirteen and third and ten. This is the exact drive we saw to end the half. First down and ten Guardian Angels at the Burwell seventeen. And this time it'll be a quarterback keeper. Ploggy up the middle, gets into the secondary, breaks a tackle into the five, and touchdown. That was a great run, Doug. Pluggy did a great job there. That is maybe the best run of the entire football game for Guardian Angels. Wow, that was really, really good. And that will complete a drive that takes three and a half minutes and makes it 26-12 to 12. now. These conversions, just kind of like it was last week with Palmer, will become a big thing for Burwell. Well, you get 26-14 here, and now you're on pace to be at 28. You can kick them. And how big is that tackle at the one-yard line to end the half? Twins left and right as they go for two. Ploggy takes the snap, looks right, now looks left. Nobody's open, hit as he throws, and it's going to be intercepted in the end zone by Watts. And that will be the end of the conversion attempt. And Ploggy took a shot as he threw it again. Yeah, so the two-point two pass is no good. Our five-points bank touchdown is a 17-yard run by Guardian Angels quarterback Nolan Ploggy. Eight and a half to go in the third quarter. Burwell 26, Guardian Angels 12. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. State football playoffs are brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and now Burwell's turn. Yeah, and here's the key, Doug. What what um, adjustments did Guardian Angels have at the half? Because the, it, it has looked uh, to us that, I mean, Burwell only had one drive, one time that they touched the ball that they didn't score. I understand they had the one at the end of the half. I don't really count that possession because no, they no. didn't try to score. Uh, so can Burwell continue to do what they were doing? And a missed kind of kick here. He topped it. It goes straight right and out of bounds at the 25. And Guardian Angels going to have to tee it up probably and try and kick it again. 
I would think so. And that's exactly what will happen. We've seen this quite a bit in the eight-man game today. Again, we make this kind of plea every single year. You know, maybe your young son or daughter might not be the biggest or the fastest, but if they can learn how to kick, they're going to play. You, you're in, baby. Has he got the Kevin Seibel toe? Yeah, well, this guy's got the, the, he's got a lace on that's making his toe high. And the thing is, I get it, but you can't have cleats on. That's why that ball spun like that. Is is He's got his toe up, um, and that's why it keeps going out of bounds. Is is So it needs to be flat, Doug. If it's flat, that will work, but there's a cleat on there. So when he kicks it, it rolls off the ball. And as they kick it out of bounds again. Man, we had uh, Sargent did it. Well, they had two out of bounds, and in between the two out of bounds and offsides, and uh, for Twin Loop, and Sacred Heart just finally said, all right, we'll take it. You yeah. know, and let's, Burwell's going to back up Guardian Angels five more. Dude, take, take the dumb thing off your shoe. And... Again, it's basically, it's not like a Seibel tie. It's just a shoestring. It's hard to believe that that's actually holding it up that much. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's holding it literally up. But obviously, he's been doing it all year. Right. So this is nothing new. And now they change kickers. So Cole Crackmeyer <laughs> will try and kick it, and they'll move Sheldon Disher off the field. And Crackmeyer, a short high kick will be taken at the 21-yard line by Huffman. Left sideline, 30, and he'll have a return out to about the 34. So after it's all said and done, Burwell will start at their own 34-yard line, leading Guardian Angels 26-12. to 8.25 to go in the third quarter of the D1 State Championship game. Here on ESPN, 1460 and 1550, and com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Doug Duda, center football coach Larry Baker. Our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry. The second of six championships, power eye formation. Haven't seen it much. Caden gives it to Daw right up the middle. And if it hadn't been for the last safety in Andrew Gunther, he could have ran that straight up Schlesinger style. And he is going to be just a yard short of the first down into Blue Jay territory at the 37. Yeah, Doug, and it, it was just dive. It, they, oh. that, they didn't even, there was no trap. The most basic play in football, just Hand it off straight ahead to your fullback. Yeah, it was straight dive. No trap there. No nothing. First carry of the game for Doss. Second and one. Now pitch play right side on Toss Huffman. He finds just enough of a seam to get the first down, holding on to his ankle the entire time. At the bottom of the pile, I believe, was Bommert, and they'll give him the 34. I mean, right now, Burwell does have enough hay in the barn, Doug. They just need to keep, keep getting first downs, make it a four-minute scoring drive, and... Uh, if, if Guardian Angels can't get a stop in quick scores, it's just not going to matter. Connor Klitz also in there. First and 10. Staying out of the power eye. Daw again, straight up the middle, and he'll get to the 30. That is a gain of four more, second down and six. Yeah, this gets tough now for Guardian Angels if that dive and trap start working because... From there, then it gets tough, Doug. You start guessing inside and out. You have to stand there and wait to see what that fullback does before you can go chase Huffman. Second down and six. And not changing it up. Gideon the left end. Watts the right end. Out of the power eye. 
Guardian Angels acts like they want to blitz. They'll hand it off to Huffman. He tries the left side, gets three, and then gets stood up short of the first down. It'll be third and about three. So Huffman takes it strong off the left side. Yeah, Doug, I don't – I really don't think – I think Guardian Angels knew that Burwell would be tough. I don't think they expected this. I really don't. I think they thought their offense would be able to go. When you watch Burwell, it's one of those things where you get done with the film and you say, well, what do you think? And you say, well, they're good, but they're nothing special until you see them in person. Now they'll stack the backs to the right side, and Owens will keep it. Spins off one man, and that'll get him the first down. Inside the 25, down to the 22. So Dawes carried it. Huffman's carried it. Now Owens carries it on this first offensive possession of the second half for Burwell after Guardian Angels marched the field and scored on their opening possession of the second half. Yeah, Doug, it feels like to me that this offense right now, just on this first drive coming back out of the half, uh, feels really comfortable with itself. It's just kind of running a little bit of all of it. It's very much on schedule. Sobota the center. Staying out of the eye this time. Only seen a couple of formations. Turn, hand it to Huffman. Starts left, back up the seam. Big hole inside the 15. And he'll roll down to the 11. And that's what this dude can do to you, Doug. Huffman gets it going. And if he can start feeling it, get get a lather downhill, those runs start getting to be, uh, as we said in the in the first half, the, the ones that are 3-6 and six start being 26-56 and 56 really fast. Yeah, Huffman last time was going to take it outside. This time, that's where they were. He took it inside. First and 10 at the 12. Burwell up 26-12, 5.40 to go in the third. Turn out of the eye, hand it to Daw, and Daw on the trap is not going to get much, a yard. Yeah, Huffman. Huffman, excuse me. Thought that's who he handed it to, but then I lost him, so... Huffman gets a yard. He bounced off the right, tried to come back to the left, just nowhere to go. I mean, they've chewed almost three minutes off this clock, Doug, with this drive. There's only five minutes left in the third quarter because as great as a drive as that was for Guardian Angels, it was a lengthy drive Mm -hmm. and took a, a, a fair amount of time. So second down and nine Burwell. Now Owens wants to throw. Rolls right under a little pressure. Fires it to the end zone for Gideon. And it's overthrown incomplete. Well covered by Kobe Slaughter. Good job that time all the way around by the defense of Guardian Angels. Yeah, I would say so. Owens has been pretty efficient. That's his first pass attempt here of the second half. Gideon's really complaining. I think he thought he was interfered with. I think it was a pretty good call by the official. Wouldn't you agree? Must have thought maybe right away because... When the ball had been thrown, it didn't look like he had grabbed him at all, but maybe coming off the line of scrimmage because Owens did have to wait a little bit. Yeah. Now it's third down. Third and nine at the 11. Stack the backs to the right. Owens out of the backfield. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. How did Huffman get that? There were three white jerseys that were between him and Huffman, and he caught it for a short gain to the nine. It'll be fourth down and seven. Doug, regardless, even if Guardian Angels gets this ball, I believe it was Andrew Gunther. He had it in his hands, Doug, and that's six going the other way. If he he keeps his balance, he's going to return that 70 yards, and we've got a game again. Now another fourth down. Burwell has scored on three fourth down plays. It's fourth and six at the eight. Owens out of the shotgun, three-step drop. Shimmies, shimmies, rolls under pressure, and he is going to be sacked. He lost his balance getting a hand on the shoelaces there was Disher. 
And how about that? Coach Mike Riley's down on the sidelines watching the game. That is nice. Those high school kids love that kind of thing. That's one of the things, Doug, I'll tell you that Mike Riley has done well with this program, has made himself very visible to all of us high school coaches. Anything we need, he's been there for us, whether it's through a phone call, an email like this, coming down on the field in a D1 eight-man state championship game. That's a big deal for the people of our state. None bigger, though, Doug, than the stop by the Guardian Angels Central Catholic here. They score here, and this thing has just become very serious, just like we have saw last year in both of our eight-man football games. I'm going to take a TV timeout here. And so with 4.16 to go in this third quarter, it is 26-12, Burwell leading Guardian Angels, and they'll take it at their own 17 after stopping the Longhorns. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Doug Duda, Larry Baker at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln with 4.16 to go in the third quarter. Burwell 26, Guardian Angels 12. In the D1 State Championship game, Guardian Angels takes over at their own 17 after stopping the Longhorns on 4th and 6. And it'll be Ploggy straight ahead on the direct snap to the 17-yard line. Yeah, and That's the original line of scrimmage, maybe the 18. And Daw there, Doug, chases that down. Ryan Daw from the backside. Uh, again, it's a matter of, uh, regardless now how long it takes, Guardian Angels has got to find a way to just keep this going and drive the field. There's opportunities here for their offense. Second down and 10. Three wideouts out of the shotgun. Back into block. Nobody to block. Throws over the middle. Wide open. Gunther has it. He wants a lot. 30-35. And Huffman will wrestle him down at the 37-yard line. A gain of 20. And move the chains for Guardian Angels. We saw a sacred heart go to it. And now... We're finally seeing Guardian Angels go to it more. And one of the reasons they're going to it more is because actually Ploggy has time to throw it. Yeah, and it's just that crossing pattern, Doug, uh, going really from one sideline to the other. They wanted to get the ball back out on a whip route outside, but he was so wide open. Ploggy did a great job coming off of him. First down and 10. Empty backfield. Ploggy wants to throw. Goes back the other way on the pass to Slaughter, and it is fought for and knocked away. At the 30-yard line of the Longhorns. Good defense down there by Burwell. Was that Daw again? Yeah, Daw knocks it away. Daw's had a tremendous football game tonight, uh, Doug, on both the offensive and the defensive side. He is the workhorse, one of those that, you know, the only, you know, Huffman's Huffman's good. Torrey Huffman's good. He's going to say, that's because I follow these guys. That's right. They help me out a lot. Second down and 10, Guardian Angels. Go a little stronger package here with only one wide out. See if they release the end, Crackmeyer. 
Well, he's going to try and block, and Ploggy will try and run it, but there is nowhere for him to go. He'll stumble forward for a yard. It'll be third down and nine. Yeah, see, he can't do that. Ploggy went three different directions there, literally, with the ball. Again, as we've talked about, Burwell's run fits are so good, they just don't get out of position. You can't do that against them. You've got to go to where the blocking schemes asked you to go because that's where your help is. We've noticed this pass rush slow down a little bit, Doug. That could be fatigue. That could be uh, some of these Burwell guys getting a little more tired. Yeah, they, they don't run a lot of guys in there. There's very few. It's third down again. Ploggy a lot of time deep down the left sideline to Krakenmeyer. He makes the catch in traffic inside the 20 to the 15 and down at the 13-yard line. And here come the Blue Jays again. The whole thing, Doug, is set up by the tunnel screens, ran early. They took the pass rush out of Gideon's hands. They send Gideon to the flat to try to knock down the tunnel screen. They don't throw the tunnel screen. They wasted him there. Uh, great a play call by Guardian Angels. It was You couldn't get the ball downfield early because Gideon was in the pass rush. Then they'd beaten Burwell with that tunnel screen. They committed Gideon to the tunnel screen instead of the pass rush. And now they're cooking with uh, gas again. Caden Owens on the tackle. First and 10 at the 13. They'll hand it to Minnick up the middle. He's inside the 10 to the 9. A gain of 4. 26-12 Burwell. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, and this, this <laughs> you know, I mean, you're exactly right. This thing could be 18 or 20 uh, to 26 right now with what happened getting stopped at the 1. Of course, Burwell beat a team last week. They got to had eight cracks from the one-yard line two different times uh, with four apiece and didn't get in. And a high snap over Ploggy's head all the way back to the 33. Can he get it thrown away? He's running, he's running, and he is going to be sacked. He decided not to chuck the football. It is all the way back into Blue Jay territory. That's a loss of nearly 30 yards. And here's where it's smart not to throw that, Doug. He was never going to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage. So when he'd have thrown that at any receiver, they could have just tackled him. There's no pass interference. He was just about away, but too fast for Hofschneider to go get him. And this happened to him earlier. They fumbled a snap down here and put him in a second and long. And now it is third and forever. You pack a lunch. This is so long. You have to have a you, you got a layover. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got to get this thing in between the three and the four-yard line, Doug, right now, uh, and they're at the 41. Third and 38. Ploggy, maybe looking for an interference call or just chucking it. Scrambles, scrambles, nowhere to throw. Finally back towards the middle of the field. Gunther's there. It's tipped, it's tipped, it's intercepted. Burwell's got the pick, Urbanowski. First touch by Huffman, and Urbanowski has it at the 25. Now it's a good play. But how much different is it actually than a punt that was going to be upcoming? But right. it gets the ball after it bounces around. Urbanowski takes it off his own teammates' back. Well, it was looking to me like there was no question that they were going to score on this drive, Doug. Uh, this is a very, very big deal with Burwell. I mean, you're getting now to where if Burwell sticks one in. Burwell's got this, does not have this salted away at any shape, wear, form. Daw again on the dive off the left side. Gets a couple of yards out to the 27. Burwell, don't want to say it was fairly conservative for them on the last drive. And 
They moved it down the field, but they just didn't get in. Uh, we're down to the 10-yard line. and got sacked on fourth down. Right. Fairly even right now, 222 yards for Guardian Angels. Five of those on the ground. 214 for Burwell, 148 on the ground, 66 through the air, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. Guardian Angels has had some opportunities and has not cashed them in. It is Burwell, 26, Guardian Angels, 12, the Blue Jays with the only score of the third quarter. We head to the fourth of the D1 State Final after this on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Owens on the first play of the fourth quarter is going to take it off the left end and he will cross the 30 and pick up about four yards. Yeah, this is important now, Doug. You're in the fourth quarter and you saw all of Burwell kind of hold up the four fingers, but you could just tell this was an uplifting moment. They left this field one year ago today, heartbroken. Graduating victory sykes, graduating dudes that they didn't know if they'd be able to get back to this spot with. Especially after starting the year two and two. Yes. Third down and five. Toss play. Huffman looks left side, has the room, and now he's into the secondary. 40, 30, drunk down from behind at the 29-yard line. He had a lot of green ahead of him and was thinking about taking it the distance, but finally they drank him down from behind. You know, Doug, we've done him enough this year. Uh, it's the third week in a row that I've seen Burwell and his ability to get stronger as the game goes on and into the fourth quarter is amazing. This kid is just tougher and tougher every time he touches it. Burwell up 26 to 12. They scored on their first three possessions. So it was 20 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. On second down, Owens straight up the middle. He is being held on to by his jersey, which allows him to get five, but not more than that because the hole was there. He'll be to the 23. Yeah, and Huffman's over 100 yards now. What an amazing day. 19 carries, 113 yards, and a touchdown for Huffman. Tyler Gideon, four receptions, 60 yards, two touchdowns. And he's close, Doug, 60 yards. I believe he needs... Uh, roughly 87, something like that, which would put him over 1,000 on the year, is Huffman. It'll be second down and five at the Guardian Angels 23. Burwell on the move again. Handed off to Huffman, left side. Runs hard to the 20 and takes his man down to the 19. It'll be third down and one. Yeah, these are big third and fourth downs now. Guardian Angels needs the stop. Under 10 minutes to go in the game. 
looking for their second state title as West Point Guardian Angels. Burwell looking for their first ever state football championship. Yeah, only two trips to the finals for Burwell last year and today. And now third and inches, Owens comes up under center, takes the sneak, straight ahead, gets more than he needed, and he'll sneak down to the 16-yard line, a gain of about four on the play. First down and 10, Burwell, and a fresh set of downs here, up by 14. Yeah, and that's important. I mean, again, now you're inside of nine and a half minutes, Doug, and they're going to wind this clock. Burwell, especially if they can get it in here, and they don't have to even be in a hurry now, but Burwell can start to take the air out of it, Doug, if they stick one in here. Just doing the job, the purple and white-clad Longhorns. Staying in the I formation, toss, sweep, left side, Huffman looks for his block. Even Owens comes out there to block inside the 10, 5, and he'll be pushed out of bounds before he can get to the goal line at the 3, and it'll be first and goal, Longhorns. Yeah, Torrey Huffman set the world record this year for runs that ended without him hitting the ground. (laughs) I mean, here again, they're trying and trying to get him pulled to the ground, and they blow the whistle, and he's still standing there. It's either forward progress stopped or they end up giving him, getting him shoved out of bounds. Owens has run for one. He's thrown for two, and Huffman's run for another one. First and goal at the three. Caden Owens takes it. Right side, they'll hand it off, but we have got movement. You could see that they were sneaking up into the gaps defensively to try and blitz for Guardian Angels, and somebody moved for Burwell. Yeah, you get a little, little flinchy there trying to get, decide who's got to pick who up. He had a great play call into that blitz, though. Yeah, he ran right by him. Yep. But it'll back him up five to the eight. First and goal at the eight for the Longhorns. 11 yards, 19 yards, four yards, and and uh, 17 yards are the scoring plays. Now they are at the eight-yard line. I-formation quarterback sneak straight up the middle, and Owens is going to get about half of it just inside the five. We'll call it a gain of three in second and goal at the five. Yeah, pretty smart play, really. Take forever to unpile him. Tick, 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 tick. Do you run the same play that Huffman scored on? He he took it out of the Wildcat right here, ran it off left guard and got in there. We have not seen the Wildcat here in the second half, but Burwell hasn't had the ball as much here in the second half. No Wildcat, second and goal at the five. And here we go again, another flag. Yeah, they were just going to run ISO there. But they believe it is on Guardian Angels. Burwell is applauding. And it is offsides on Guardian Angels. So that will move the ball between the two and the three second and goal. See, I do. I do like that in here. You know, and Guardian Angels had a plan and they just didn't go to it. Or Burwell didn't go to that Wildcat. We've seen them stay in it for an entire half. Never come out of it. Every single play. And Burwell just stayed multiple today. Second and goal at the three. Out of the eye. Owens straight ahead again, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Longhorns. Caden Owens, a three yards straight ahead behind Weston Swoboda and company, makes it 32-12, Burwell. And if they go for two here, they could just about salt this one away. Yeah, I think if you get the two-point conversion here, you salt it away. Caden Owens, two touchdowns rushing, two touchdowns passing for the Burwell junior quarterback. Yeah, the deal's going to be here. Even if Guardian Angels can score, they're going to have to get onside kicks because they're not going to stop Burwell. On the two-point, they toss it to Huffman, works his way to the right side, didn't stretch the ball forward because on the tackle, 
they had his arm, and he couldn't stretch the ball forward. And the two-point run is no good. Our five points bank touchdown, a three-yard run from Burwell quarterback Caden Owens. 8-18 to go in the D1 final, Burwell 32, Guardian Angels 12. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, and Burwell 818 from a state title, but still 818 from a state title. Yeah, they will not give you that trophy for where you were at the 818 mark. I can promise you that. And Burwell knows that. They mounted a massive comeback last year that I still think if there's five more minutes in that game, they maybe win. State football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And uh, Sage Konacek tees it up, ready to boot it away. And it is a line drive down the middle, taken at the seven-yard line by Gunther, up the middle, 15-20, veers to the left, gets to the 25, hit at the 28, now everybody's there pushing the pile, and they'll bring him down at the 30-yard line. And that's where Guardian Angels will go. And they definitely have the capability of one or two plays, big plays, getting into the end zone quickly, which is weird to say because they only have the 12 points, but they still have 217 passing yards here this afternoon. Yeah, this team can score, Doug. They've had three drives today where they've gotten down there and just not made it happen. Fewest points they scored all year. Week four beating Lord Central Catholic 22-16. to On first down out of the shotgun. They are going to go jet sweep, fake the reverse, and around the right side is going to be Slaughter. He'll get five, maybe seven, and all that little trickeration is still finished off by Urbanowski for Burwell. Yeah, and he did a great job, Doug. He just stayed with the jet guy the whole way. Everybody ran with all the other stuff. And he just kept shuffling his feet out there and stayed with the jet. He did a really nice job there. Slaughter, pickup of seven, second down and three at their own 37. Out of an eye formation now. Turn, hand it to Minnick off the left side. He's got the first down into Burwell territory at the 38. A gain of five. At the end of the ball game, the New West Post Game Show will wrap it up with a look at the final stats, scoring summary, and then we'll have everybody hopefully take a little break to Enjoy a meal and get ready for the Class A Championship, Omaha North and Bellevue West at 7.15. Here on ESPN, your exclusive radio home for all six Nebraska State football finals. First and 10 at the 38. Pitch play, halfback pass. It's Krakenmeyer back there, wants to throw it. He does as far as he can for Gunther. He fell down. Oh, Gunther fell down. I don't know if he would have got to it, but as he turned, he was behind the defender. And that last step, he went down. Doug, they wanted to get the thing to Pluggy coming out the backside. And Gideon did a great job and just blasted him as he came out. They wanted to run that as quarterback throwback. Yeah, and I don't think that that, even if he stays on his feet down there, I don't think Gunther's going to be able to get get to it. He knew it, and he was stretching. That's why he fell. But that was supposed to go to Pluggy going out the back door. 
So it'll be second down and 10. And Coach Ritter will bring everything out that he can right now. Ball just across midfield. Here's a pitch crack by our right side. He's wrapped up in the backfield by Hofschneider. He's still fighting, but can't go anywhere. A loss of three back into Guardian Angels territory. Yeah, nowhere to go there. Their best stuff has come out of the uh, spread, and they've gone back to the eye here in the fourth quarter. I think right now it's just hunting and pecking, looking for anything, Doug. On this uh, drive, we've seen a reverse. We've seen a halfback pass. I mean, they're just trying and looking for anything possible right now. And it is third and 13 at their own 38. Back to pass Ploggy. By some time, throws over the middle and over the head of Crackmeyer. Burwell brought just a three-man rush, and they were getting upfield on him. Yeah, Gideon uh, uh, and Hofschneider were coming. Man, and you think about this. What was it, 41-20 to 20 they were down to Amherst, or was it worse, worse than that maybe? Yeah, something like that. Last year in the state quarters. And from that moment on, Burwell has just... Maybe that was it. Uh, they're not a new team, but that's when they were believing, and they have played great ball since then. Here we go. Fourth and 13. Guardian Angels needs to convert. Three-man rush. Ploggy flushed out of the pocket. In some trouble. Hit. Brought down. Ball's out, Doug. The ball's fumbled, and it is scooped up by Gideon, and he's going to go to the end zone. Touchdown, Longhorns. Hofschneider with the hit. Gideon with the fumble return. Yeah, they just salted this one away, Doug. They're going to win their first state championship. Burwell, get ready. The Longhorns are bringing home some hardware. 38-12. to Hofschneider smacked him and the ball come out. Gideon was smart enough to pick it right up off the turf and then just outrun them all. Gideon with his second touchdown. Replay shows that it was cleanly, clearly out. And now they will line up. And they're still going to go for two out of the Wildcat formation. And it'll be uh, Tory Huffman up the middle for two. Huffman takes it in with 6.17 to go in this state championship game. Back-to-back touchdowns for Burwell has salted this one away. The Longhorns, 40. Guardian Angels, 12. Our five-points bank touchdown is the Tyler Gideon 30-yard fumble return. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And just when it appeared that throughout the second half, Guardian Angels was close enough to make it a one-score game, they never could. And Burwell now up by 28 with 6.17 to go. Short kick will be taken at the 7-yard line, and it's Gunther again to the 15, tries to get outside to the 20, it just... Excuse me, that slaughter trying to get outside to the 20 does to the 23, and he'll be brought down there. But I think the wind just went out of the sails of the Blue Jays. They had been trying and trying and trying, and 
boy, on another day, it just seemed like they couldn't catch a break today. Well, I think Burwell, you're exactly right, and Burwell just had so much to do with that. Other than, you know, they had two bad snaps today, Doug, and really odd times in this game that were just bad breaks for those to happen there. I'll pick up this thought after this play. Yeah, for Guardian Angels, first down and 10. Ploggy takes the snap, wants to run straight ahead, and nothing there. Huffman's able to close it down and bring him down at the line of scrimmage, second and 10. But like I started, or when we started the broadcast, Guardian Angels offense, Doug, has only been held below 54 times. And as I said, two of those times they scored 48. So only below 48 points twice this entire season for this Longhorn defense to hold them to 12 points at this point. What a game. Second and 10. Loggy out of the backfield looking for Minnick. Now goes down the middle of the field and overthrows Crackmeyer. He has just been a non-factor in this football game. Crackmeyer, um, it just seems like it. He has four catches for 71 yards, but it just seems like he would have been somebody that would have been utilized so much more. He made a couple of nice catches on one drive, and outside of that, rarely has he had the ball. Doug, you've got two 1,000-yard rushers on this team, and they haven't been able to run the ball today. 31 rushing attempts, five yards. Now, they did lose 32 on that high snap, right. but still, that would have been 37 yards. It's third and ten. Not much of a rush this time. Ploggy has time, throws it out there. Gunther, he got open. He's at the 40, the 30, and he is brought down from behind by Urbanowski at the 28-yard line. When Ploggy has time, he's been good. And there is Andrew Gunther again to keep the drive alive for the Blue Jays. And as a coach, you dream of this moment. You know, you've lived this so many times. And for Coach Gideon and Coach Max, they lived it for real last year, and it didn't work. I know you're up by 28, but on a play like that, you just your heart goes back to being terrified. <laughs> you know, it just really does. Something like that. There's still five minutes in the yes. game, but now the clock continues to run. Ploggy fakes his quick one left, throws it right, one-on-one, gets his defender... Turned around, Crackmeyer, and incomplete. And and you said it when you just talked about the wind out of the sails. Even look at Crackmeyer, you know, when that's over there, his hands, he just becomes very listless, you know. Just trying to locate the ball. Stops the clock with 5.01 to go. Burwell, 40. Guardian Angels, 12. Coming up at 7.15 tonight. Omaha North and Bellevue West. Larry and I will be back here at Memorial Stadium for the Class A final. Yeah, Burwell got hot, Doug, and I mean, I said it many times in the last several weeks. They're the hottest team in the state of Nebraska, and when you get hot and you're really good. Ploggy, backside, slaughter, great one-handed catch, 20-15-10. He's going to get it to the three, spins, and stepped out of bounds at the two. Uh, Even Burwell hustling, they could have just let him score, but they hustled over there to knock him out of the bounds. Out of bounds. That was a great one-hand backside screen there That's the to Kobe Slaughter and Urbanowski got there and got him out. Yeah, it's the same play they scored on earlier, Doug. Uh, that screen, I love the way it's set up. They run an orbit uh, with that back, and it just takes. And the quarterback kind of rolls with him, and everybody goes that way. And then it's swing on the backside. They'll hand it off to Minnick. First and goal to two. He's stuck, but he keeps the legs turning, and he's in. Touchdown, Guardian Angels, a two-yard run from Jared Minnick. So we'll see here now with the uh, with the two-point conversion, it would still be 20. I mean, you're still talking three scores. 4.48 to go. Had to convert a long third down. 
And out they come. But Minnick gets into the end zone. Yeah, and he really did a nice job. He just kept his old legs churning. You can see why he was a 1,300-yard back. Six plays, 57 yards, a minute 20. Empty backfield for the two-point conversion. Bloggy rolls left, and his pass is tipped at the line of scrimmage. Gideon, and the two-point pass is no good. Our five-points bank touchdown, a two-yard run from Jared Minnick, and with 4.48 to go in the D1 state final, it's now Burwell 40, Guardian Angels 18. We'll be right back. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney State High School football playoffs on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 448 remains in the D1 state title. It's not officially over yet. Burwell 40, Guardian Angels 18, and getting set for the onside kick, which is so much tougher in eight-man. That's the one other side. that You can get a lot of returns, but trying to cover an eight Onside kick an eight-man, extremely difficult. Yeah, it's very, very hard to do. Sheldon Disher will be kicking off. Now Guardian Angel has all three of their timeouts, but you've got to onside it here, don't you, Larry? No question. I mean, you're inside of five minutes. Not lining up like he's going to onside it. And he's not. He boots it into the end zone. And Burwell actually... Jace Williams, who is their returner, was all the way up to about the 20-yard line, and they booted into the end zone. Yeah, at the I don't 15, get that. Trying I mean, to get a quick three and out and see what happens, I guess. 4:48 left. You need three scores. So Burwell, 272 yards. Guardian Angels, 279, but three turnovers for Guardian Angels now in this football game. Yeah, Burwell had the scoop and score. I mean, Burwell's just done a lot of things right today, Doug. Burwell scored on three fourth down plays in the first half, and they set up in just a power eye formation. Owens to Huffman. They could probably do this the rest of the day. He gets outside to the 20, the 25. He's got the 30, and here comes a penalty flag. And did you see, Doug, uh, Huffman was trying to go down then before they could get him run out of bounds. Smart play. Unless you get another one of those goofy block in the backs, you very well could. Waiting for the indication here, but it looks like Burwell's not marching forward. Yeah, I think you're going to get another one of those goofy block in the backs down the field. Yeah, kind of the same guy each time. And that's what the call will be. So instead of a first down run, Terrible call. It will be a 10-yard penalty. Now, he'll get credit for some of that, and it'll be first down at about six, it looks like. That is a terrible call, though. Yeah, it, it looks like they're just kind of slowing up, and you're just kind of shoving them out of the way. It's not even really a block. Right. Because the play is over. But it will run some more time here for Burwell, and they'll hand it off Huffman left side again. He'll cut back for a couple 
Over the 20 to the 22, a gain of about three. It'll be second down and three. Yeah, and he was smart enough not to stretch that. He was smart enough to get down before that thing got out of bounds. See if they have not been uh, scared to run quarterback sneak, even on longer yardage situations. Right. Clock continues to run. We're under four minutes. Burwell, four minutes away from their first ever state football championship. They've got a couple sport championships up there. And here is the quarterback sneak and a first down to the 25. In fact, Owens didn't even get low. He kind of stayed high and followed the left guard and got the first down. Yeah, and that way you he was able to just kind of ride the wave. It took him off to the left side. Burwell's just showed tremendous amount of poise but the passion they've had today, Doug, and really through this playoff run, uh, has just set them apart from the people that they've played. Well, they brought it in the first quarter. They absolutely brought it and played an almost perfect first quarter of football here. And when you get spotted 20, I mean, it's somewhat an even game since then. On first down and 10, they'll hand it off, and Huffman spins away for five more across the 30 to the 31, continuing to run strong for the Longhorns. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's the lessons from last year. You spotted somebody 20 points last year, and in the end, came up 14 short. Today, you knew how important, I think Burwell understood how important it was to get off to that type of start. It happens in a lot of sports. It doesn't happen in football a lot, where you go from runner-up one year to champion the next year, because it's just... Uh, a grind as far as preparation. Basketball, it's three games in three days. Volleyball, is three games in three days. Here you get that week or six days in between to prepare as they hand it off to Huffman and everybody in blue and white is over there. They actually drop him for a little bit of a loss and Guardian Angels will call their first timeout with 2.41 to go here in the game. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score Burwell 40, Guardian Angels 18 here on ESPN. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you. 2.41 remains in the game. Burwell trying to run out the clock and claim the D1 state championship. Yeah, and they're doing a good job of it here, Doug. Only 2.41 left. You know, one of the neat things is, you know, go ahead with this play. Third down, and we'll call it nine for Burwell. At their own 27. Guardian Angels, there's a hard count. And now Burwell's going to call. A timeout. First, it looked like Guardian Angels is coming with the blitz. Then they go with the hard count, and a Burwell calls timeout. Larry. Luke Gideon, you know, he's he's Burwell's prodigal son. He won a state championship at wrestling there. Uh, all of his brothers uh, are so important. His sisters, I mean, they've got cousins. It's Gideon is a Burwell family. I mean, we're talking homegrown. Mike Max won a state championship in wrestling for Burwell. He's homegrown. Went away to Ainsworth for a few years. Well, a lot of years as a coach. Came home. Uh, everybody on the staff, you know, the brothers uh, uh, are all on the staff. This is a real community, Doug. And we know that community is a tough grinder community and all the kids are out for all the sports. But that community gets behind them. This is a real win 
for the whole town. Uh, as I said, all these coaches from the town played there. They're all Longhorns. So this is a really neat thing to see happen. 2014 Guardian Angels lost in the semifinals by four to BDS. They lost to BDS in the quarters last year. Uh, the two previous years after winning the title, they were the runner-up and lost in the second round. Here now on third down, it's a simple pitch play to Huffman around the left side. There's a huge hole, and he has got the first down near midfield. And Burwell, I'm guessing Coach Gideon said, I need one more play out of you guys. Let's go blow this up. And that was a pretty easy run when the Guardian Angels knew what was coming. Yeah, I mean, now I'm not even sure if uh, Guardian Angels will use the timeouts, Doug. There's 2.30 left. I mean, it's pretty well done. It wouldn't surprise me if Burwell broke one and scored here. 2.25 and counting. First and 10 Longhorns at their own 39-yard line. Out of the eye formation. Owens straight ahead. He's turning out what he can. He breaks loose, and he's down the sidelines. 20-10 for the fifth time today. Caden Owens has been part of a Burwell touchdown at the state finals. Yeah, and he just scored from midfield on a quarterback sneak, what I just told you a second ago, where I didn't think it would surprise me if they were to break one. Guardian Angels was done. They'd stopped playing. Burwell wanted to get the touchdown back that they had just given away. Light the band, boys. You know, the family's proud. We've known Jason since way back when he was a little whippersnapper over at Greeley. And now, look at Caden. He's done a great job today. And they're going to go ahead and let their French foreign exchange student try and convert an extra point here at Memorial Stadium. This time, the snap is good. The kick is away. It is up. And it is good. All the way from France, a point scored here in Lincoln. 2.08 to go, a 41-yard touchdown run from Caden Owens. And the extra point brought to you by Tomas Chardon makes the score Burwell 47. Guardian Angels 18. And not only do you win it, Larry, you get to celebrate it a little bit now. You're going to be able to put everybody in the game. And you're going to be able to enjoy that on the sideline, the whole thing. The headsets have come off. His brother I just saw come out of the box and go down to the sideline. You now do really get to enjoy it with all your dudes. 47-18. to Seven-play drive, 65 yards, chewed up 240. Owens has three touchdown runs and two touchdown passes today. He has accounted for 171 yards of total offense. Wow. Well, we knew it was going to have to be some of those guys today because if it was going to be Tory Huffman all day, we didn't know that that would be able to get done. I still say getting it to Gideon early really changed the no way question. that Guardian Angels had to play defense. The boot is away, taken at the 8, up the left side to the 20, and uh, Hofschneider is there again on the tackle at the 30-yard line on Andrew Gunther. And just we'll recap a few of the stats in the postgame, but right now, you look that Urbanowski, Huffman, and Hofschneider all have 10 tackles, and Connor Klitz has 19 tackles, 15 wow. of those solo for Guardian Angels. Wow. Those are big-time players showing up in a big-time game. Guardian Angels will keep their starters out there. They'd like to get one more on the board with two minutes to go. 
And it's going to be Ploggy straight ahead. He's going to run it into the teeth of the Burwell defense and get a couple to about the 32. Yeah, that was Huffman and crew in on that thing, making sure it didn't move an inch. Well, our chain gang has not had to do a whole lot, but Carney Towing and Repair will do it for you. If you are ever stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, Carney Towing and Repair will get you home. One of our many sponsors of high school athletics, and we sure appreciate that as we are down to a minute 30 to go. Ploggy under center, drops straight back, under some pressure, and he is going to be sacked. Boy, Burwell continues to bring it here, and Daw is going to get the sack. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's a matter of, it's like there's a bunch of rabid dogs dressed in purple over there, and poor Ploggy's got a stake hanging around his neck because they have chased that kid to death all day long. And Daw was the one that came straight up the middle untouched and then was able to work around after he slid off and uh, made the block, Jared Minnick, and Daw bounced off that and made the sack. Third down and 11, Guardian Angels. They'll send Cole Krakemeyer out to the right, twins to the left, including Gunther wide left. With 45 seconds to go, it's going to be a little halfback pass. Krakmeyer throwing to his quarterback, Ploggy. It's underthrown. It's tipped. It's bounced around and incomplete at the 25-yard line. And good job there by Hofschneider to help up Krakmeyer. They congratulate each other. And one more play here for Guardian Angels. Yeah, and that, that really was a pretty good play. Something they'd wanted to try earlier, yeah. and they said, let's just do it again. Why not? Let's have a little fun, see what happens. But Guardian Angels, Burwell is going to defeat four undefeated football teams in their last four games of yeah, the season. Yeah, it's nuts. You know, they just have four undefeated sitting there in the bracket, and Burwell goes, hey, give them all to us. I wonder if that's ever happened. We'll find out. Fourth down, Ploggy. Throws it as far as he can down the right seam, and it is going to be tipped and incomplete. Owens wanted to pick to uh, capture his day off, but it is knocked down, and Burwell is a kneel down away from hoisting a state championship trophy. It'll be interesting to see if he'll let his freshmen do it or you let those seniors go out on their shield here and you guys get the victory call. My guess is he'll send the old guys out. I mean, there's four of them still standing out there. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, going to do it with the young guns. I love it. Let the futures do it. Run out there and get that one snap here at Memorial Stadium. And we have got, I think, a timeout here. Guardian Angels. Something wasn't right, but uh, coming out there, it looks like you're going to take the snap. uh, No, he's going to take his starters out. Devin Watts will end up, I believe, uh, taking the kneel down here for Burwell. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, will keep it right here for what should be the final play of the game, Larry. Sage Konachek, I think, Doug, is going to be uh, is going to take the final snap for the Horns. Uh, Guardian Angels Central Catholic uh, wanted to get all their futures in as well, so they... Young gunned him up. You are right. 18 instead of 10. So here we go, and congratulations to Burwell. Growing up 17 miles from there, cool to see that they are your state champions, and Konachek will take the snap. <laughs> he wanted to do something. But they were going to run a play, Doug. They were going to run ISO there. And he just took it and fell down, and a few more kids will run on the 
field here for Guardian Angels, but Burwell doesn't have to take another snap, and they're not going to take another snap. And congratulations to Luke Gideon and the Burwell Longhorns as the final 10 seconds are running off the clock, and the Burwell Longhorn fans on the far side making the noise. The Longhorns, preseason number one, number one, postseason number one. Burwell, 47. Guardian Angels, 18. The Longhorns at 11 and 2, and Guardian Angels will end the season at 12 and 1 as the state football champions. Larry, what do you say? Burwell played outstanding football today. Guardian Angels moved that ball up and down the field, but at key times, Burwell still found a way to keep him out of the end zone. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, they've built a program to be able to do it. He hasn't always been good, let me tell you. In fact, they got whipped quite a bit. Uh, through the time, and he's just built it and built it and built it. And you talked about that Amherst game. That that game last year was the one that vaulted them to here, and I really think it was the Elm Creek game this year was the one that vaulted them to win it. They kind of had to slay two dragons that they hadn't been able to slay uh, over time, and today they came in here in a traditional game again that you would think that it's Guardian Angels that they should win, and Burwell just, I mean, look at what they did on fourth down today, Doug, early in that game. When they got in those tight, tough spots, when all the air went out of the room, they could breathe, and Guardian Angel Central Catholic couldn't. Well, it'll be interesting to see how those final rankings come out because, let's face it, this was a 29-point ball game. They beat Perkins County by three. It was scoreless with Elm Creek at the half, and they beat Palmer by two on their home turf last week. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show. Burwell, your state football champions. What do you know? We'll have it right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, Larry. Uh, you can always say it tongue-in-cheek, but a lot of things that have never happened in the sports world happened here in 2016. It's all revolving around the Cubs winning the World Series or the Cavs winning the NBA championship. They'll also remember it in Burwell as their first-ever state football title. Well, in the way they did it, of course, Doug, uh, the fact that they did it is unbelievable uh, to finally win one, to have it again. Like I said, you know, it's not some move-in coach that's going to throw the history away. It is the history 
making the history. These are all Burwell people with Burwell kids, but it's how they did it, Doug. When you look at this, I mean, literally, I don't know how many undefeated teams there were in their bracket uh, or in the entire bracket, but it wasn't many more than four, and they played them all, and they slayed them all. Five wins, and the other one only had one loss, and that was to Elm Creek. The team that they played, uh, South Loop, only had one loss, and that was to Elm Creek. To go through five-week span, and you have to play. Imagine if that happened in the regular season, where you had a five-week span, where you played that type of caliber of team, where at the end of it, the combined win or loss total was one. We'd talk about it as some sort of legendary lore. They just did it in the playoffs to get the yellow medal. You know what else Burwell has done? They have solidified the argument of the 32-team playoff. They would not have made a 16-team playoff as a 10 seed. I do not believe uh, the points. I mean, that gets changed east and west. Sometimes it'll throw it off. But they are a 10 seed, and their two losses were to undefeated football teams. They deserved to be in the playoffs, and they win the state championship. Let's take a look at some of the final numbers. First off for Guardian Angels on the ground, Jared Minnick, 15 carries, 31 yards, and one touchdown. Nobody else had more than one carry. Nolan Plaggy, the quarterback, 15 carries, uh, negative five yards overall as a team. Now, remember, they had the one bad snap on a shotgun that they lost 32 yards on, but overall, 34 carries, five yards. Otherwise, it would have been 33 for uh, 37. So, Five yards total uh, through the air. Nolan Plaggy, 14 out of 28, 273 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions, 278 through the 273 through the air, five on the ground, 278 yards for Guardian Angels, 16 first downs. They were seven of 14 on third down, but one of five on a fourth down today. Penalties in this football game, six for 43 for Guardian Angels. Angels receiving. Kobe Slaughter led the way. Five receptions for 96 yards. And then Gunther, three receptions, 98 yards. And a touchdown. Crackmeyer, four catches for 71 yards. For Burwell, rushing the football, Torrey Huffman. 226 carries for uh, Huffman today in his final game. 161 yards and a touchdown. Quarterback Caden Owens, 21 carries, 105 yards three touchdowns, Ryan Daw, three carries for 15 yards. As a team, 51 carries, 281 yards. Through the air, Caden Owens threw the ball one time in the second half and was complete. Six of 10 for the game, 66 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 66 through the air, 281 on the ground, 347 yards of total offense, 21 first downs. They were six of 11 on third, three of five on fourth downs, three penalties for 25 yards, no turnovers for Burwell, three in the game for Guardian Angels on a couple of on a fumble and a, a couple of interceptions here today. Defensively for Guardian Angels, Connor Klitz, 19 tackles, 15 of those solo, Kobe Slaughter, 11 tackles, and we had Gage Herbert with 10 tackles. For Burwell, it was Hofschneider, Chase, 12 tackles, He also had three tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries, a forced fumble. You had Josh Urbanowski, nine solo tackles, ten total. Torrey Huffman, nine solo tackles, ten total. Both Urbanowski and Huffman 
had an interception in this football game. And when it comes down to uh, punting in this game, uh, Krakenmeyer, the one punt for 40 yards for Guardian Angels. Burwell never had to punt the ball in the contest here today, 47-18. to 18. Doug, you're right. Burwell finished 21 in points in the state of Nebraska in D1, and they were finished second in their district. If they had to play under the same rules that we play under in C2, the team that's getting ready to award all yellow medals to their team in the state championship trophy would not have been in the playoff field. Unbelievable. And uh, our scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. The game started with Burwell on fire. They took the opening kick and marched it 55 yards in seven plays, capped by an 11-yard touchdown run by Caden Owens. The kick was no good, making it 6 to nothing. And then after stopping Guardian Angels on fourth down and nine, an eight-play 44-yard drive, capped on fourth and eight, a 19-yard touchdown pass from Caden Owens to Tyler Gideon, 12 nothing with 3.08 to go in the first quarter. Then on fourth down and three at the Guardian Angels four, Torrey Huffman takes it in from four yards out, a five-play 31-yard drive to make it 20 to nothing with 11 seconds to go in the first quarter. Then Huffman comes away with an interception off a tip ball. They have the ball up 20 to nothing with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter, but were stopped at the Guardian Angels on 30-yard line on fourth down. Two plays later, a 50-yard pass from quarterback Nolan Plagi to Andrew Gunther. The two-point conversion no good, but Guardian Angels is on the board 20-6. to The final scoring of the first half was Owens hooking up with Tyler Gideon for the second time on a 17-yard touchdown pass on fourth and seven, a nine-play 50-yard drive. The two-point run was no good, 440 to go, and the halftime score was 26-6. to Guardian Angels gets the ball to start the second half. They go seven plays, 58 yards in three and a half minutes. Ploggy's 17-yard touchdown run cuts it to 26-12. to Then Burwell is stopped on the four-yard line, but Urbanowski comes up with an interception, and that was on a third and 38 play, and that really was the last time the Guardian Angels had a chance to do something because in the fourth quarter, Owens takes it in from three yards out, a nine-play, 55-yard drive, from three yards out with 8.18 to go, 32-12. to 12. Then Gideon, a 30-yard fumble return, so two receptions for a touchdown and a fumble return for a touchdown. Huffman runs it in from two, 40-12 to 12 with 6.17 to go. Guardian Angels, a six-play 57-yard drive. Jared Minnick from two yards out makes it 40-18 to 18 with 4.48 to go and just trying to run out the clock. Owens breaks one with 2.08 to go from 41 yards out. And uh, Tomas Chardon, the exchange student, makes the kick for the final score of 47-18. to 18. But Caden Owens, his finest game as a Burwell quarterback, runs for 105 and three touchdowns, throws for 66 yards and two touchdowns. And the guys that have done it all year long, everybody else uh, did their job today. Great game for Burwell. They came out and beat Guardian Angels. Yeah, and I think that's the key, the role players. You know, those guys that weren't the all-star, the guy everybody wrote about coming in, those guys played great today, Doug, and I really do think that was the difference in this game. So, Twin Loop comes up short in the D2 game today, 44-28 to to Fall City Sacred Heart. Burwell wins it 47-18. to Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And, man... 
Burwell, impressive. Uh, we have seen that program in a variety of sports be competitive. But for the guys, uh, you know, football, basketball, they uh, made some runs in track as well. And uh, they have they have done their duty here in D1. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, and Doug, I'm telling you right now, uh, I mean, both of these teams are going to be around this winter and and this uh, uh, spring. Burwell has a legitimate chance to win a Class D state championship in wrestling, Doug. Really, really good uh, team, and they're, they've made a little tweak with that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they've moved into Class D now, where they're not in the co-op that they had been in uh, the last several years, and I, they might have a little bit of depth problem, but. But I'm telling you, they've got a legit shot. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back at 7 o'clock pregame, 7.15 kickoff, Omaha North and Bellevue West in the Class A final. Let's keep it here. They are ready to hand out. Burwell's state championship trophy. First, the game ball goes to Coach Luke Gideon. So, congratulations. And now, that moment. Champions of all that they survey the Burwell Longhorns. And congratulations to Burwell for our producers and engineers back at the studios, Merritt Lawson and Caleb Henry and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda. Burwell 47, Guardian Angels Central Catholic 18. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we have accounts designed to fit your needs and financial goals. We offer the technology necessary to do business in today's busy world without sacrificing personal service. We have it all, from internet banking to personal banking and everything in between. So make the switch today. Our trained account transfer specialists provide you with personalized, detailed service. We're with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and simple transfer. Stop by to visit with the specialist today. Nebraska Land National Bank. FDIC. Uh, I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.